this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It was quite mild as I trotted from the front door to the car. It was quite mild this morning. I was, um... We could be in for a warm spell. We're not. We're not. Lots coming up on the show today. I thoroughly recommend you check the Twitter feed at BBC3CR and in a few minutes check the Facebook page because they're, well, Justin Dealey and I I have been filmed doing the twerk at work. Now, that's that's naughty. We were just holding a spontaneous twerk party, as you do. Someone, Someone snuck up beside us and filmed it without telling us. Bang out of order. Why twerking? Well, we'll find out later. Coming up on the show this morning, dirty hospitals, massage confusion and pervy pop. Well, I'm certainly going to be listening. <laughs> oh! Thank you very much indeed. Now, uh, the, what we could do, actually, this might be quite good fun. We will post on the Facebook page uh, the video of Justin and myself twerking, even though it was, it was filmed secretly without our knowledge, which is very, very naughty. Could you do us a favour... Would you be able to post videos of yourself twerking, dear listener? Could you, could you do that for us? Let's try and get a twerking montage. Now, I'm aware that 87% of you listening to this now will have no idea what I'm talking about. We, uh, yes, and it was, yes, we it could get a little bit nasty, this. But if you email them to me, ian.lee at bbc.co.uk, or even better... If you post them on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR, we'll have a little twerking competition and we will award the winner a million pounds. Turns out you can say that on the BBC. There's a story in in the newspapers that Richard Bacon uh, said before his five live show. If there's anybody who doesn't like the show I'm about to do, I will pay their licence fee. Well, someone complained and said, well, I didn't like it, Richard. Can I have my licence fee? He didn't have to pay it. So, yes, we're giving away a million pounds cash today. We're not. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, dodgy wiring, walls full of asbestos, Legionnaire's disease. It's the kind of thing you'd expect in a dodgy B&B. But if you live in West Hertfordshire, I could be talking about your local hospital. The NHS Trust that runs Watford, St Albans and Hemel Hempstead has a to-do list of maintenance problems that will cost, get this, £67 million to fix. Wow! Things are so bad that the government is chucking £16 million of emergency funding their way at a time when the country's trying to find pennies down the back of the sofa. Well, Jeff Brown is Chief Executive of Hertfordshire Health Watch. He joins me now. Jeff, are you surprised by this? Uh, I'm not surprised in some ways, uh, Ian, because I think if, if anyone's visited the, the hospitals, particularly perhaps the, the Watford site, you can see some buildings that are looking a bit old and tatty. Uh, and they contrast with some of the rather attractive, more modern buildings that are there. I think the amount of money is, is a bit of a shock, but uh, I guess these things co- cost a lot to put right. It seems like a huge amount of money. It must be a, a, an unending list of, of problems there. Well, I, I think that's right. I mean, the, the, the money that they've got from, from the government uh, is, is around about six, uh, 16 million, as you say, and a lot of that is for upgrading wards, um, you know, improving lifts, um, sorting out, you know, getting rid of that asbestos, get, getting fire, serve, fire safety improved mm. and so on. So it's, uh, it is a very long list, and I think they're concentrated on getting those high-risk things sorted out first. This can't be gr- uh, great for staff, can it? No, absolutely. I think, you know, staff, patients, visitors, everyone um, are, are in an environment that isn't ideal, and I know the staff are, 
are doing their best in what you know what can sometimes be a difficult environment to work in. And some of the sort of modern ideas aren't always easy to achieve in those those environments. Do we know if this is having an impact or will have an impact on services, Jeff? Um, it, what in terms of, of this amount of money? Well, in terms of the money and in terms of just the work being carried out as well, I suppose. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think this has been built into the sort of capital programme for a, a while and the expectation that this money will need to be spent. So I think in terms of capital expenditure, that won't necessarily take away from, from the services. Um, but I think that, that, as I say, the environment isn't necessarily the best for some of the, the sort of more, more modern ways of doing things. And we were hearing a story about um, some excellent work that was being done about uh, helping uh, patients with dementia that would have been easier to do in a, in a, more, a more modern sort of environment. Uh, and, Jeff, finally, have you got a, a message for the Trust? Uh, well, I suppose the message is, you know, good start, get those things fixed, and um, let's hope it's going to be better for people mm. in the city. Jeff, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you very much. Jeff Brown, Chief Executive of Hertfordshire Health Watch. If you want to give us a call about that or any of the other stories we're talking about this morning, 08459 455 555. One thing we will be talking about, and I know that as, as parents and grandparents, lots of you will want to have your say on this. Net mums have, uh, have come out banging their drum again. Quite often I'm a little bit sceptical about the net mums. Have they got it right today? They're saying pop's too pervy. Pop is too pervy. Well, Miley Cyrus is the obvious uh, example of this, where she b- b- sat astride a big um, wrecking ball, naked, performing, well, licking a, a hammer like it was a lollipop. I think it was a lollipop. Has pop got too pervy, or it's just a bit of harmless fun, for goodness sakes? Do give me a call, 08459 455 555. Don't forget, uh, in a few minutes, the video of Justin Dealey and myself twerking will be on Facebook. I want your twerking videos this morning, please. Don't be shy. Then you'll see that Justin and I have got uh, a few good moves up our sleeves. Morning! Morning, Sleepy Eyes. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Can I just stop that for a second? I noticed something about that song. Right at the very beginning, hang on a second, it sounds like the theme tune to uh, Play Your Cards Right. Have a listen to this. It does, doesn't it? It does. Exactly the same. Then it starts to sound a bit too much like Young Hearts Run Free by Candy Sutton. <laughs> uh, morning, Catherine. Morning. Morning, Kelly Betts. Morning. We're having fun this morning, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Fu- <laughs> It's only been on 12 minutes. Hey, can I just say, the, the, the game that, that keeps on giving this morning, we have uh, this wonderful game I've mentioned before, where uh, we, we each try and hide from each other and bounce out and go, Wah! and the other person hopefully gets terrified. I would say Kelly Betts is the best at it. Yeah, she's got a real roar. She's, got, she's got a good roar and she's tiny. <laughs> so she can hide in, in spaces you wouldn't expect a person. Catherine Boyle. I'm terrible. Must try harder. I'm going to change my tactics. What? what She's going to start flashing. Oh gosh, (laughs) terrifying! I was thinking I might. Oh, thanks. Hmm. I was thinking I might start sneaking up from behind. (laughs) You want to? You want to go from behind? The thing is, well, try it. I just think back to basics is what it's all about. I got Justin Dealey this morning, and by coincidence, Kelly Betts. I didn't know you were with him, but Justin Dealey. We heard. We saw his car come into the car park, and Catherine and I went right. Let's go, Catherine. You behind behind reception. (laughs) I'm going to hide up the stairs. I'm also wearing a hoodie today, so I could put my hood over for added effect. We listened. I heard him coming downstairs. Then I heard him go through the second door, which means he's coming in through the back entrance. So we, we dashed through. <laughs> I hid behind the door. I crouched down with my hood over. Heard them come up the stairs. Justin opened the door. I jumped out. Rah! And he literally took three <laughs> steps back, brought up both his arms to protect his face. And I th- I'm sure I saw the glistening of a tiny wet tear rolling down his cheek. Would you like to hear what we were doing? Uh, go on. Meanwhile, while you were hiding in reception, 
we thought, let's get them because they're going to be trying to get us. Wow. So we went in the back way, creeped up the stairs. Yeah. Justin was going to walk through the door and I was going to crawl through the door so that you would only see that Justin has walked in the room. See, this is how dedicated yeah. she is. And I was, gonna be, I was going to be there somewhere ready to pounce. Suddenly, it's a bit like Rashmon. Anyone get that reference, guys? Guys, Rashmon? No? Kurosawa, Kurosawa film where the story's being told from four different people? No? So I'm just checking that I got the name of the Kurosawa film right. I'm trying to introduce, uh... Yeah, it's Rashmon. Rashmon. No one got the, the artistic film reference there. Well, that's, that's very disappointing. This is the kind of uh, cultural backwater I'm working in. Never mind. So, y- imagine this. You're, you're at a family party. All the grown-ups are chatting and um, commenting on the volivants. And you look on dotingly as the little darlings enjoy themselves on the dance floor. Then suddenly, your five-year-old daughter drops it like it's hot and busts some moves that she didn't learn at the ballet. Or the boys in the back of the car, instead of, instead of singing Wheels in the Bus, start singing about having junk in the trunk. Well, netmums say that pop is too pornographic and it needs to wash its mouth out and put some clothes on. I'm joined now by Siobhan Freegard from Netmum. Siobhan, is that, is that about right? I think that's beautifully summed up. Thank you. You're very welcome. Use that. <laughs> but music, the thing about pop music is it, it's always been sexy and dangerous, hasn't it? Absolutely, and I think that's it. No, what, what, what I, and I, it kind of feels sad that I have to caveat this by saying we're not trying to be prudish here. We're not trying to be the sort of the, the parents of the Elvis generation who thought those chanting hips were leading our children to their doom. I mean, it's happened through the generations. The jitterbug, the Charleston were all deemed by the the older generation to be um, you know, inappropriate. But what parents are saying now, and it isn't just a few parents, I think that's what the point here, we actually have put this observational study together and it's almost 90% of parents, that's nearly a full house, are saying actually this is pushing the boundaries, this has actually gone way beyond, this has gone too far. Because the, the, the sort of the, the pop music and the rock music and the pushing boundaries and the teenagers pushing against the generation and breaking ground, that's always going to have to happen. But this has moved so far into the mainstream that we find ourselves, as you say, you gave a lovely example there of a family party, but the more common one is that we're all sitting watching X Factor on a Saturday evening, which is the one time probably that we really come together as a family, something that we all want to watch and we cuddle up on the sofa, maybe grandma's there too, and we're sort of exposed to, you know, what what... Nobody minds a bit of pop, nobody minds a bit of sexy dancing and some pretty clothes and so on, but really provocative, very sexual, overtly sexual. And, and it's not just the dancing and the attire, but some of the lyrics are just appalling. And when you hear a five, six, ten-year-old child singing along some of these lyrics, which are actually about, in many cases, violent sex, even rape, um, we just find now that actually it's just gone too far. Is... Oh... Siobhan, oh, there we go. She, 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 she's made her point and she's gone. <laughs> Siobhan, should we try and get Siobhan back? Because I think she has an interesting point. I mean, the, 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 my point of view is uh, that, that pop has always um, been... Obviously, the, the rape and the sexual violence, that's, that's another thing altogether. But Elvis Presley, being a, you could only film him from the waist up. Uh, because he was, you know, it was deemed too erotic for, to see his legs. Now, we look at Elvis kind of wiggling his legs now and his hips, and we think, well, it looks a little bit silly, really. But in 1956, that was hot. That was literally, you know, the, the theatres w- would be full of screaming girls. When they left, the seats were wet. I'm saying no more. I'm saying no more. It's true. It's true. The Beatles. John Lennon did a solo album where him and Yoko Ono were naked on the front cover. Oh, there's an image for you, isn't it? Is pop 
Too sexy. 08459 555 Or is it a matter of context? The X Factor, yeah, it's a, it's a Saturday night um, kind of kids' TV show, and you do get uh, Lady Gaga on there in, you know, in um, flesh-coloured pants. That might be a little bit too much. Or, or do we just have to accept that, you know, that's what it is? Siobhan, you're back, I believe. Yeah, sorry, I was under a tunnel there. No, I thought you, you'd made your point and you'd hung up. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, you were gone. Yeah. I, I, was, I was just asking, is it the context? It, yes, um, X Factor is a Saturday night, half past seven TV show that families watch. Would, you know, Lady Gaga dancing around in flesh-coloured pants or Miley Cyrus, let's say, licking a hammer, yeah. would that be OK if, you know, if it was in a different context, shown at a different time? Yeah, I think nobody is saying that we're trying to, I don't know, limit artists to what they want to do. Artists, you know, they're free to express their art and, and there's always, you know, they're always going to push the boundaries. But, but yeah, it's, you're exactly right. It's got to be pre-watershed. You know, if these artists want to be wild and wacky and out there and, um, you know, what we consider to be inappropriate for children, then it just can't be on mainstream, um, you know, daytime radio one playlists, on, um, you know, the, the sort of the, the, the prime time tv shows so i think it really there has to be some teeth to the music industry to say take your choice you either want to be mainstream and be able to in effect advertise um your 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 art to our children or you take it elsewhere where you know adults and and, and you know i mean we all love a bit of eminem but we wouldn't sit down with our kids and go hey guys listen to these lyrics they're really interesting so Siobhan, what did you context. what what pop stars did you like when you were growing up um, I loved um, David Bowie, but I can say uh, David Bowie, he was, you know, he was, a lot of parents, I'm sure, thought he was... Well, exactly, at the time, he was considered, you know, Crazy. out there because of his gender bending and, and yeah. wearing a dress, and he was considered um, subversive. So, but is it is it just sour grapes that, that you're now parents and, and we're <laughs> too old for all of this? But that, he didn't actually, you know, and, and, and there wasn't actually this sort of... Um, the, the lyrics were, if you wanted to interpret the lyrics, you could understand the meaning to many of the artists in those days and there was a lot of drug references and yep. you know, I'm sure there's a lot of sex references but it, it, it was open to a interpretation if you listen to for example Rihanna and Rude Boy I mean I'm not even going to say the lyrics no. everybody knows them but it's awful that I feel I can't say them when actually they're played all day long on, on mainstream yeah. radio and the kids sing along to them so it's not there isn't sort of it's not gentle anymore it's almost and, and you know it's simulated sex rather than sort of slightly sexy and, and you still look and you think the music industry are actually almost saying well, nobody stopped us yet. What can we get away with next? OK, let's put Miley completely naked this time on a yeah, wrestling ball. I, I do, um, when is someone going to stop us? I, well, I nobody do, has so far. Let's carry I, I do. I kind of slightly agree with you, and as much as that, that some of these pop videos now, you, you, when I was a kid in the 80s, you, you couldn't see stuff like that unless your mate Wayne was passing around a dodgy VHS <laughs> tape. It, it really is yeah. that, kind of, that kind of level, isn't it? And now they will, you know, they will find us on YouTube, and, and that's a whole different conversation about whether we you know, try and send to the internet in some way but I think by putting it on um, as I say sort of the main um, mainstream radio in, in shows like X Factor I think that is the one that really has tipped parents over the edge because it is like saying mummy and daddy sitting down and going mm. that's nice darling isn't it well we think this is lovely because this is family viewing and, and you know that's okay if you, if you want to go and dance like that and almost for the boys as well you know um, we had Robin Thicke and that song Blurred Lines which I think everybody kind of knows now is about date rape oh. um, and, oh. and it, 
the lyrics, if anybody wants to Google them, they are really shocking when you actually sit down and read them. And yet this is, you know, one of the most played songs of 2013. Oh. And, and one of the results that came out of the survey is a lot of parents are feeling that their sons actually think that this is kind of what, you know, they're, they're getting the impression this is what women want and that women want a gangster who's going to be, you know, a little bit rough. Um, and that is really disturbing. And we're so careful with our children. We're so careful about what we feed them. We're so careful about, you know, cigarette warnings and, and, and junk food warnings. And yet we sort of allow all this to go into their minds. I'm um, so out of touch with pop, Siobhan, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad I am. Finally, have you ever twerked? Oh, regularly, of course. Oh. <laughs> no, actually, I didn't know what it was until very, very recently. And luckily, my kids think it's gross. Good. Um, and, and that's actually quite interesting. I talked to a, a lot of 10-year-olds yesterday, 10-year-old girls, and I asked them what they thought of Miley Cyrus's, and they said, they said, oh, it's disgusting, it's horrible, that video where she mm. put her clothes on. And one of them said, I liked her when she had clothes on, though. Yes, So yes. maybe even the kids have had enough. Siobhan, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you very much indeed. That's Siobhan Frigard from Netmums. Pop is too sexy uh, in the... I've not, listened to, I've not listened to pop for ages. I don't think my car picks up Radio 1 anymore. Is Mike Reed still on it? Uh, the, the, the lyrics and the performances are too erotic. Now, I've been to a couple of Beyonce concerts. Yeah, Beyonce Knowles married to Jay-Z, the rap singer. Now, they are very... It is like going to um, uh, like a, a strip show. It's very erotic and raunchy and sexually charged. Is pop too sexy these days? If you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you're a young person, you'll have an opinion on this. 08459 455 555. Do go to... This is how seriously we're taking this. If you go to the Facebook page, you'll see Justin Dealey and myself twerking. And we're encouraging you to post your own twerking videos. Facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. Or are you listening to Siobhan there and thinking, oh, for goodness sakes, come on, get a grip. My six-year-old loves Miley Cyrus, loves Lady Gaga, can't stop watching them. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Yes. Morning. I'm Ian Lee. And I'm not. There you go. You see Catherine Boyle is joining me. This, uh, this little bit of the show, we like to have a look at the papers. The people can join in, can't they, Catherine? Of course they can. Of course they can. Yeah, 08459 455 555 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, Justin. Morning, boss. You can't join in. Okay. Ah, oh, man. You gotta love. The, remember, there was a time when there was a time when it was uncool to like the carpenters. I know, but you'd never catch them dropping it like it. You, was they wouldn't at all. Richard Carpenter's still alive, isn't he? Yes, is he, he is. Is he off drugs now? I think so. Good, good for him. Well, I like Richard Carpenter. I feel sorry for him. I don't know why. Well, I do know. I do know why. Because his sister died, and uh, he couldn't carry on his pop career. Even though he's a very talented man. Well, he's, he's very I'm talented. Sure he's doing something musically, isn't he? He's not just sitting at home. Can we get Richard Carpenter on by the end of the show? No, prob- probably, probably, probably not. A stretch too far. Uh, now, listen. We're talking about pop. Is pop too pervy? Net mums have come out and said it's a little bit too pervy. What do you think? You've got young girls, Catherine Boyle. I've become a uh, master at swerving oh, subjects. Yes. So um, I don't have things on that have. Like, they don't watch X Factor yet. So and maybe this is something that's really going to hit home once they get over. I mean, my eldest is five, but we recently went to America and uh, they play all the swears in America. Did you know that on the radio? Yep. So they were into Nicki Minaj, something yeah. that I. Doesn't get frequently played at home. No. We tend to stick to the Beatles. Yes. And they've not got the drug references yet. Yeah. So, Nicki Minaj is on, and I could hear this swear coming up. It was Starships, which again is one big, long drug reference, really. Wow. Um, Hi there, Mother Lover. 
is what she screams Goodness halfway through. Me. So I'd hear this coming over the horizon, and just as it came on, I would say to the children, she'd say, I'm higher than I said, look, there's an armadillo! <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> now, Justin, you're um, a comparatively young man. Mm, yes, I do, am. Do you think Pop's too sexy? Does it bother you? Uh, it doesn't bother me, but I think, you know, it doesn't bother me because I haven't got children, but I do think, you know, in the last ten years in particular, that, that it's just become a bit too much. Nowadays, it's not about the dance routines because they're dance routines, it's about how we can shock people. Well, hang on a second. Madonna, like a virgin, the, the lyrics to that and on the back of that, that um, boat in, in Venice looking like yeah. a prostitute. Yeah, I get that, but I think, you know, TV programmes like The X Factor, they are family TV programmes. When you've got people like Rihanna going on there wearing next to nothing, I know people in this country complain for, for the sake of complaining sometimes, but I can see their point. If they've got young children watching that, sometimes it can be a bit too much. Do you know something else I've noticed on X Factor? Some of the lyrics they give, you know, when they have the younger kids on that and mm. Britain's Got Talent they give them songs there was one girl who got through and they're all praising her and saying how wonderful she was she was about 11 and she sang One Night Only which is about one night stands wow. mm. and you just think really? Yeah, exactly. As, if I was a mother but, I wouldn't but, let sing but, but 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 kids have always sang the lyrics to pop songs without knowing what they're about but then as an adult it's your job to avoid that but your, your mum didn't do it with you you were probably singing mucky lyrics about doing it I want to do it with you <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we were the era of Madonna where it just got filthier and filthier Justin you uh, have uh, there is a some, uh, did you know we were being filmed twerking at our twerk party this morning no, I, I, oh. you, I heard you mention this yeah. earlier on because you know, at around what 5.15 we're like a bit of a twerk together of course we do and uh, apparently yes uh, Kelly Betts was filming Naughty. So, is this correct it, yeah, it's on facebook.com forward slash bbc3 south people want to go and have a look at that but I'd rather you didn't Terrible. but you've been out talking to people about twerking haven't you yeah twerking is uh, a sexy seductive dance craze uh, which not when you do it <laughs> excuse me uh, a number of pop stars that are using that at the moment including Miley Cyrus. I've been speaking to people in Hemel Hempstead about twerking, whether they do it themselves, whether they think this craze will last, and here's what people have had to say. No, I can't really twerk, to be honest. Do other people try to do this? Yeah, see it when you're out. Does it disgust you? No, I just can't do it. I ain't got big enough bums, so... <laughs> Harry, twerking, are you a fan of it? Oh, No. Who's twerking? Oh, that, that's, a, that's a meal, isn't it? That's a meal. Computers. No, it's it's where people shake their booty. Take their, <laughs> take their booty. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen it, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah. No, Do not. You have a little no. go with me now. Have <laughs> <laughs> you tried it? Yes, I have actually. Yeah. Oh, where did you try it? I high in front of the mirror. As <laughs> you do. Do you like to twerk? I bet. I fun. What's twerking? No twerking. It's where you, you, you shake your booty to things like uh, Glenn Miller, things like that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Madam, you claim to be a, a pretty good twerker. How long can you keep that wiggle for, then? I could most probably do it for about half an hour. Half an hour? <laughs> well, I used to do a lot of jiving and, yeah. you know, through the, yeah. the over your hips and under your legs. I used to do all that. Oh, How old that. are you, by the way, madam, if you don't want me asking? It's a very personal question. Nearly 77. Now, Miley Cyrus is, is a lot younger than you. She, of course, is a, a big twerker. Yeah. Do you think if you had a twerk-off with Miley Cyrus that you'd beat her? Yeah, maybe. Morning, sir. You well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. I'm from uh, Ian Lee's Breakfast Show. Yeah. Um, just wondered, this twerking craze, you, do you think it will continue for years to come? I probably will, yeah. Especially against a dirty old man. How <laughs> does it make you feel when you see people twerking? Well, I don't, because uh, uh, all I watch is me, some are murdered and all that. You don't see this working on no, there? No, 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 they don't. 
Yeah. You see him in bed, but they're covered up. Nice parker jacket there. You look like something out of Quadrophenia, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have a lovely day. And you. You don't yeah. see John Bergerac twerking on Midsummer Murders, do you? Justin, excellent stuff. Thank you very much uh, for that. 08459 455 505. Be brave, dear listener. Post your twerking videos, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. Catherine, you've been looking in the newspapers. Yeah, I'm looking on the front page of the Telegraph. Um, Britain's pay the most property tax. A moonlit moment for the flower power prince. Um, prince of Wales and the Duchess in Cornwall are in... India. India, India. by the Gandhi. Geez. But this is what drew my attention. Athletes found in strip clubs will lose funds. Uh-huh. Sportsmen and women who visit lap dancing or strip clubs could have their lottery funding removed. What? Athletes of both sexes can now be reprimanded, reprimanded for attending adult entertainment venues in their free time hang as part it. of rule set to uh, avoid misconduct and disrepute. Who's, well, hang on a second. What, the strip clubs, are, are they, remind me, are they illegal or legal? Legal. Right, and, and p- adults pay to go and see adults dance. Yeah. Right. And I think these sportsmen and women are grown-ups. And they're going to lose their funding. Mm-hmm. I would give them more funding for not being the boring, insipid, bland idiots that most sports people are. Andy Murray, are you listening? G- give them more money. Reward them for having a personality. Yeah. No more trips to Peppermint Hippo for them. <laughs> oh. uh, the papers are a little bit slim today. It's got to be, uh, it's got to be said. Jennifer Anderson's had a haircut. She's had a haircut that actually makes the newspapers yeah front page of the express which i think is incredible sorry sorry kelly let me see it you want to see it why it's just a woman with a haircut like a bob oh that's nice she's nice oh for her hair went sake. a bit wrong apparently so she lopped it off she's oh. she's very unlucky in love though isn't I'd she i'd buy that okay. or lucky well is george clooney unlucky in love he, well, he's lucky because he's a man. Yeah. She's unlucky because she's, she's a, a woman. woman. And she's kind of getting past her sell-by date. Right. By, that, by sell-by date, I mean, of course, baby date. Right. That, that's not... That's fair to say, isn't it? Apparently. Okay. Oh, wait, 459 455. 555 is the phone number. I had uh, loads of stuff in here, and I've, I've forgotten to fold over the... Oh. Ah, here we go. Northerners. Oh, yeah. You're, that's you. You're one of them. Okay. You're rude, aren't you? What are you talking about? It's certainly rude. It's because we're northerners. The owners of a Lake District cafe who oh, were branded... Oh, no, Cumbria's different. What, why? Because they are rude. It's Quite brusque. It, they were branded unwelcoming by their customers of Hitback by saying that northerners are meant to be rude. Customers took the, to the TripAdvisor website to complain about the surly attitude of staff at Temporary Measure in Keswick, Cumbria. Posh. But the, is it? Yeah. But the Smalley family who run the tea rooms have responded to each criticism saying those in the north enjoy a good curmudgeon. Exactly. It's quite, quite f- kind of funny when you're in on the joke. You are quite... You are quite... Um, Honest? Direct? Uh, well, now... <laughs> brash. Straightforward. Straightforward. Uh, What's tough talking. And funny, there's... A, there's a, 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 you know... Ian, uh, yes? Can you turn my mic off? I'm trying what? to do some work. When? Just turn my... Close my mic. Um, Please. Uh, I'm doing the... But I... I want to talk about... I want to talk about the, the, the estate agents that shush, put... Shh, Kelly, shush. I want to talk about the estate agents that... I've got to get some calls. Turn my mic off. But I want to talk about the estate agents that... you tell me. You tell me. Just me and you now. She she identified this story. There's an estate agent. You know they take pictures and they put them up online. Yeah. Of this is the living room, this is the... Well, they put them up online of this house. And someone emailed the estate agent saying, um, that's a cannabis farm that you've taken pictures of? (laughs) Let's have a look. And it's just pictures of loads of uh, uh, wires hanging from the ceiling, tin foil, trays. Plus, what is this supposed to be selling? (laughs) It's selling a mess. (laughs) Hot mess. They've advertised a cannabis farm. I would suggest, you know, that might put the price up a little bit. All that equipment.
equipment's included. I mean, very, very naughty. I do feel sorry for the pastry girl today. Look, she's hurt. Poor old Kelly. She's hurt her leg. And her arm, by the looks of it. And her arm. And her, her shorts no. are so tight, she's had to do the, the, the top button and do that. The top's fallen off. Oh, bless her. 08459 Thank you, Catherine. Uh, Dennis has called in 08459 What do you want? I mean, you, sorry, you sorry. You said that northerners are rude. Good morning, That's Dennis. You're wrong. Good. I haven't been, have been rude with you. Have I ever been rude with you? Well, when you didn't know my name, when you... Well, that, that, that was... Then call me Lee, it's my surname. Um, you've been... Well, abra- I wasn't being rude. You've been abrasive. That was being absent-minded. With me, you've been short-tempered, you've so, been annoying. When you've... have I ever been short-tempered with you? Yeah, you got quite angry the other day, I seem to remember. I don't remember what it was about. Well, yeah, you? it was about the burqa. Yes, OK. Because you asked me a question... What would I say to a lady in a burger who came up to ask me a question? I wouldn't say anything to anyway, her. Anyway, listen, we're going off... Let's not do that again. We're, you're no, talking no, about no. this because of the... Shut up. The story in page... Shut up! You talk about me being rude. <laughs> the story on page 25 of the mail uh, that northerners are the ruder than their southern counterparts. You, you're, you're, I guess you're calling in, Dennis, because you disagree with this. Totally. Oh. And I get the Daily Mail, and that's probably printed down south, not the Northern Mail. The Northern Mail is probably the other way round. But, but you Northerners do have a reputation for, uh, for being abrasive and abrupt, don't you? No. Well, yes. No. Yes. Sorry. Yes. We don't go twinkly, twinkly talking to people like Southerners. That's okay. What, is, what, do, what do you mean by twinkly talking to people? I well, don't understand you, that. You gabble on about all sorts of rubbish, quite frankly. Like what? Like, just what you're just saying now. You're talking rubbish. You're talking, you're talking to a northerner who's a lovely man. I don't care what you say. Now you're being rude. I'm not being rude. You're by saying I'm talking rubbish? Yes. I'm a professional broadcaster, have I you? Know. I've, won, I've that, won awards. That's the problem. That is the problem. Oh. Dennis, when was the last time you had a good twerk off? I don't even know what a twerk is. Well, I'll, I'll... Twerp, yes. Shall I, shall I, um... Uh, no, I'll read you the definition. Uh, the act of moving, shaking one's buns, bottom, buttocks, bum-bum, in a circular up-and-down and side-to-side motion. Can well, you make it, can you make it wobble? I'll tell you what, it takes more time to stand up, never mind wobble. Oh. At my age, I'm stiff as a plank, and I, I couldn't do anything like that. OK. Well, do, do, does, uh, does your missus no, do any twerking? No, no, no. My oh. wife is... Is the same. You don't fancy we, having a... We, we used get a word to dance interest. a lot together. Now we just rub our fat together. Oh, there's an image, isn't it? Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Oh, a little bit of Neil Sadaka, why not? We, we all go to uh, massage parlours, don't we? Don't we? No, of course we don't. But I went to one the other week and I f- a fantastic time. Well, the organisation that represents massage therapists is calling for an end to the sex industry's use of the term massage parlour. The Federation of Holistic Therapists has been speaking in response to complaints from a masseuse in Luton who says the confusion over services she provides is so bad it's driving her out of business. Well, Eileen McIntyre has been speaking to our reporter, Richard Williams. Eileen, how did you set this business up in Luton? I was unemployed. I couldn't find a job, so I thought, let me just go back to what I used to do years ago, which was beauty therapy and massage therapy in London. And how long has the Eden Therapy Room been open for? Oh, it's been open since um, April this year. Yes, I've been going since then, so it's relatively new. Looking around the room, I can see a number of qualifications on the wall, and also you've got some badges there. Just talk us through what you're qualified in to do. I'm a qualified beauty therapist and massage therapist, so I'm qualified to do... Uh, holistic treatments 
so you know massage therapy um swedish massage you know all the different all the different types of massage and i've also recently added to that reiki since you've been open since april you've had a number of interesting phone calls haven't you yeah i've had sort of like sort of pervy people ringing up oh they sound all right sometimes they sound sound quite genuine on the phone and then they just want to know uh what treatments do i do and i explain what treatments i do here and then they always ask the usual thing what type of massage so i go through a list of the different massages that i do and they always want to know is there anything extra at the end of it can i massage deep into the groin area and it's just all these things that i keep getting when they say full body massage they mean massaging everything and they all they also want to know if i can do naturist massage which i didn't even know what that was i had to look these things up on the internet. what is that naturist where um you, they come in and i massage them completely naked and they don't even want to be covered up and they've asked you if you will give that service to them yeah yeah definitely yeah it's just getting on my nerves now sickening really a couple of times you've had people you've spoken to on the phone They've come into the room here, seemed very respectable, but sometimes that's not gone to plan, has it? No, um, a few times, you know, you know, they actually come into the room and while I'm doing the consultation, they can look around and see that it's not what they thought it was going to be and they've sort of made their excuses excuses and um, scarpered. And um, another time, even right up to last week, somebody came in here before I could even take the consultation he was already sort of take you know disrobing himself and by the time I could get around to asking him for his phone number he was standing there completely starkers um and asking me if I can uh, massage the groin area and I, which I said no and um so you know I had to tell him no it's not in my code of practice how bad will it have to get before you consider moving well you know I'm trying to run a professional legitimate establishment here and if you know if all i'm going to get is these type of people then i've got to think twice about whether to continue with this or whether to shut down and um, find something else to do which will be a shame because i love doing the holistic treatments you've lived in luton for four years in that time have you been aware that luton does have a problem with prostitution well, I do know that there is a problem with uh, prostitution because um, I live locally and I actually see them on the street corners and I I know that there's a campaign going on to get rid of, you know, clean up the area. And I just think that I'm not sure if it's just loot in itself because it's got a bad name, a bad reputation with lots of prostitutes and lots of sordid types of massages. Um, I don't know if it spills over into, you know, genuine establishments and if, and if that's the reason why I'm getting these calls. <sighs> Well, there's an interesting uh, little report there. We'll be talking about that more. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. It must be frustrating, mustn't it? Because I went to a massage parlour the other day, strictly legit. And the fact that you have to say strictly legit, must it must be demeaning, wasn't it? If you're a masseuse, you're a legitimate masseuse. And uh, people say, oh, and uh, do you uh, provide extras, anything like that? It must be very annoying. If you've uh, worked in the industry or if you've had experience, 08459 455 555. Or maybe you think these masseurs are getting their knickers in a twist. And they should just take them off and, uh, you know, be happy that they're getting business. <laughs> 
Thank you very much, Barry. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's Thursday the 7th of November. So Halloween has gone. Bonfire night has gone. What's the next big celebration? Oh, yeah, it's Thanksgiving if you're an American. A little bit of Eid. But really... Christmas? Christmas! I'm very excited. I love, oh, I love a bit of Christmas. We can start officially being Christmassy now. It's November the 7th. That's not too early. I would say the second week of October is not too early. Lots coming up on the show this morning, including dirty hospitals, massage confusion and pervy pop. Plus, do go and have a look at the Facebook page and uh, enjoy Justin and mine's twerking. Now, nobody's been brave enough to post their own twerking videos. Shame on you. Wakes you up first thing in the morning, gets your heart and indeed your buttocks going. Very, very important for lots of our listeners. Facebook.com forward slash BBC 3CR. You can uh, send me a text, 81333, start your text 3CR, or you can give me a call, 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. We were talking, uh, or, or, or Richard uh, was talking to um, a masseuse who, um, well, get, gets upset that she, you know, offers a legitimate massage service, and quite often men are asking uh, for her to massage the groin area, I think she uh, was the phrase she used. We've had a text in. Put your names on your texts, please. Oh, is it Lynn? Okay, there we go. Uh, Lynn says, my daughter works part-time in a beauty salon. This kind of thing happens all the time. It's scary. Phone calls asking what is included in the massage and men at the door leering in. It's obvious to know which ones are legit and which ones aren't, isn't it? Isn't it? 08459 555. Now, we don't ask a lot about hospitals. Well, actually, it's not true. We ask loads of them. But apart from saving lives and working miracles, we also like them to be clean, safe, clinical, and it would be nice if they smelt a little bit bleachy as well. Which is why the news that hospitals in West Hertfordshire are battling with a £67 million list of things to do. Includes sorting out dodgy wiring, asbestos and Legionnaire's disease. Well, things have got so bad, it's been given a £16 million uh, worth of uh, urgent funding from the government. We can talk now to Sandy Walkington. He's the Liberal Democrat lead uh, councillor, sorry, for St Albans on Hearts County Council. Sandy, this sounds awful. Well, good morning, Ian. I mean, let's be clear. Um, this story is about maintenance issues on the buildings. It's not about cleaning of the buildings or the hospitals being clean or dirty. It's about the physical state of the buildings themselves. Legionella doesn't come from a clean hospital, does it? Well, it comes from the state of the water supply. Right, okay, so stagnant stagnant water. There are three sites. There's the Watford site, there's the Hemel site, and there's the St Albans site. And what happened is that the County Council, of which I'm a member, does an annual interview with all the local NHS trusts to ask a series of questions and just make sure that they're on track. And all the trusts came in, and one of the questions that we asked were, was, what are your capital investment priorities? And that's when it came out that, first of all, there's a £67 million backlog in West Hearts across those three sites in terms of building maintenance. Okay, that's like things keeping the roof watertight. But then they talked about £16 million of risk areas. And initially, we thought that meant things like, you know, emergencies for births or emergency operations. It was medical risk, we thought. And, oh, no, this is risk to people because of the state of the buildings. 
So we asked a bit more, and that's when they said it's things like asbestos, which needs to be removed. It's things like dodgy wiring, and it's things like certain parts of the water system which might lead to Legionella because they're not properly secure. And that's when really the um, alarm bells rang. So those are incredibly serious things. Dodgy wiring, asbestos, and the potential for Legionnaires' disease yes, to I be mean, spread. That's, yes. that's disgusting, isn't it? Well, not sure about disgusting, but it's certainly very alarming. Sandy, there is, there it's, is disgusting that, it's disgusting that there is a chance of people getting Legionnaires' well, disease in a hospital. Yes, that's disgusting. Yeah, that, that is certainly, that is true. But what is alarming is that this was just slipped in, and if we hadn't asked, it wouldn't have come out. And, you know, there's a new management team at the Hospital Trust led by Sam Jones. I'm meeting her in December, and obviously I'll be discussing this and other things. But people, it just seems to me, and I guess it, seems, it must be the same to you and your listeners, that you should go to hospital with the expectation that you're going to be made better, not with the expectation that you run the risk of all sorts of other things happening because the buildings are not in the right state. How has a £67 million backlog of uh, maintenance work been allowed to, to happen? Well, that's a very good question. That's the £67 million question. I mean, there's a long history of financial problems in the West Hearts Trust. There's a, new, there's, a, there's a new management team now, as I say. They are doing a complete review of where the hospitals are going, which is a separate issue, which I'm sure we'll be back and talking about on your programme. But it clearly is that they have managed to lose control of their finances, lose control of their building maintenance, and it's really very important that they show there is a path forward, that they're addressing this quickly. They've got this money from the government, which shows the government must have said this is an emergency. Here is £16 million now. Just get on with it. And we just need the comfort that it's been run properly and run effectively and being run so that people can go into those buildings knowing they're going there to be made better and not having the sense of, am I being exposed to things I don't want to be exposed to? There is to? talk of a health campus being built, isn't there? Are they just going to let these other buildings run down? They simply can't do that. I mean, as I understand it, they simply can't... Well, at least, they can't dodge these safety issues. I mean, obviously, there is an issue. There is a long-term plan for a new health campus at Watford, and that will possibly have implications for the St Albans and Hemel sites, and as a St Albans... Um, based politician. Obviously, I'm concerned that people in St. Albans keep having access to all the services that they deserve in an easy place to get to. So that's a separate issue, which I'm sure we'll be discussing in due course. But no, they can't just let stuff be dangerous simply because they're saying, well, in 10, 15 years' time, we're going to have a new building. They've got to get a grip now. Sandy, are you confident the Trust has the ability to get on top of this? I just don't know. I've not met Sam Jones, the new chief executive, um, she didn't come to the um, meeting at County Hall, which actually in itself was disappointing. There were mm. five trusts there. All the other trusts, so the East and Northeast um, Hearts Trust, the East of England Ambulance Trust, the Mental Health Trust, the Community Nurses Trust, each of those fielded their chief executive. The chief executive of West Hearts Trust didn't come, and instead the director of communications, the PR person, oh. led the team. And that always rings like alarm bells. Well, yeah, yeah, yes, you don't want to talk to PR people because they have no power and they're vaguely ineffectual. You, you want to speak to the boss. Why, why did she not go? We just don't know. There well, that's no disappointing. That, that, that doesn't it, inspire confidence in me. Yes, subsequently in the press reporting, it said that she had another meeting. Well, none of her four fellow chief executives felt that any other meeting was more important than this one and they were all able to turn up. 
Sandy, I appreciate your, your time on this and uh, look forward to possibly speaking to you again. Sandy Walkington, Liberal Democrat Councillor for St Albans and the Hearts County Council. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. The subject of twerking. Uh, if you don't know what it is, facebook.com forward slash bbc3cr. It's, uh, it's uh, a, a dance. Justin and myself are, are doing it. Uh, I warn you now, it is very erotic. Maybe have your breakfast first, because it, it really is um, something special. Stephen's in Bedford. Stephen, are you a twerk? Yeah, I'm a complete twerk, yeah. yeah but okay. I, can't, I can't do the twerking thing. Oh. Not with my poor old hips, you know what I mean? Oh, my hips don't lie. You can do it. <laughs> Listen, it'll be good for you. I will. I'll have a get. Do, do you think pop then. is too sexy at the moment? I think it's a shame they have to resort to them sort of thing to try to sell their music. If these people had any talent, they wouldn't need to do all these things to get people to look at them. I mean, you take Cadell for for instance. She doesn't have to do any of this stuff. She just sells her music because of her brilliant voice. No. I mean, if you you take all these these young upstart so-called pop stars now, how many of those could do what? Young Sir Cliff did at Wimbledon about a couple of years ago. Hang on a second. Stand up, no music, and just sing. Do you like Jimi Hendrix? Uh, not really. Well, because he used to pretend to lick his guitar. David Bowie uh, used to get on his knees in front of Mick Ronson while he was playing his guitar and um, um, pretend to kiss it. Yeah, but that's, that was mostly doing that to an audience that's uh, suitable for it. It's a shame that all these kids grew up with Miley Cyrus and... And they still watch her now, and they're only like still babies, really. You know, watching this disgusting thing. Are we? Ca- listen, are, how old are you, Stephen? I'm uh, over fifty. Are you really? You've got you've got such a young man's voice. Uh, thank you. I thought you were younger than me. But listen, you, you are sounding like a granddad. But singing, talking about Sir Cliff Richard at Wimbledon, that was embarrassing. That was awful. Uh, we, listen, pop music is not aimed at me. I'm 40. It's not aimed at you. It's not aimed at anybody that works here at BBC Three Counties Radio. Pop music, pop in the truest sense, is aimed at young kids. And it's about them feeling grown up. It's about them feeling um, uh, uh, rebellious. It's about them doing something that annoys their parents. It always has been yes it, I, know that, I know it has but i mean they're trying to um sexualize these these young girls or boys i suppose who watch this stuff way too early i mean i don't think i was listening to pop music when i was six seven eight years old i was out playing in the streets and good, doing god knows what but kids are still doing that as well, but they're just, they're also, you know, the Rolling Stones, the Rolling Stones were considered subversive. The Monkees were considered subversive. All of these things. We look back on the 60s and go, wow, isn't everything so tame and isn't their hair quite short? And it, it's not, But at the time it was considered erotic and sexy and, you know, dirty. Yeah, but it was going to an audience that is over, over in, in the teens, I would say, not in, like... Young young kids like that's the trouble now because of everything. Everyone's got phones and iPads and whatever sort of tablets and access to computers and laptops. They can watch all this stuff at any time, at any age. Stephen, thank you very much indeed. Now, what, what do you think? Do you agree with Stephen, or do you think what a boring old so and so? Come on, Granddad, get with it. Get hep to the scene, man. 
I can speak street. 08459 455 555. Is pop too sexy, or is it just a little bit of harmless fun? I know who's to blame for all of this uh, porn in pop. I know exactly who's to blame. You can trace it back to, when was it, 1981, possibly 1982, Bucks Fizz, European Song Contest. Oh, look at that f- lovely clean-cut people in their toweling sweaters and long... Sc- oh, my God, she's wearing a tiny skirt and he's just ripped it off her. Cheryl Baker. Cheryl Baker, she's the world's first pop tart, without a shadow of the doubt. Can we get, can we get Baker on the show this morning, please, Catherine? Said that probably. Well, th- well, let's not tell her we said that. She okay, won't, she won't be listening. Uh, let's. Can we get Cheryl Baker on? I'm a big fan of eggs and Baker. Do uh, I tell her that you think she's the root of all evil? No, we'll, we'll no. We'll spring that on her. Tell her we want to reminisce about the old days, and then bam! I'll hold her to account. I've won awards. Oh, I'm going to bring Baker down a peg or two. So you're actually saying to me that it's not Madonna. No. It's not even Cher with that sequin that no. she wore that time. No. It's Cheryl Baker. Yeah. Awards. Right. Sorry? Awards. I've won two awards. Not... Mm. He, one was here, yeah, one you, was... Yeah, cycling proficiency don't count. No, right, that, thank you very much indeed. Well, Justin Dealey, who do you blame for all of this? Um, who do I blame for all of this? Um, Cheryl Baker, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's Baker's fault. It is Baker's fault, because, you know, there she was on Eurovision trying to be all cheesy and nice, and then suddenly they're, they're whipping their clothes off. That was totally outrageous. It disgusted me. And thing is, as well... And you must have been, what, seven at the time you were mm, discussing. I was appalled. Think as well, it's a great song. <laughs> You're making your mind up. <laughs> you got to speed it up. And yeah. then you got to slow it down. <laughs> take a run for the money and take a chance. And you don't know the words. <laughs> and then you find it come a time. You're, You're making, making your, your mind, mind up. up. Good song. Great song. Great song. Yeah, ruined, though, by people stripping. Filth. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to mm. get her on and we're going to hold her to account. This could yes. be another award coming. Yeah. The reason we're talking about um, uh, the... Uh, porn in pop is net mums have kicked off saying that pop stars need to stop talking dirty and put some clothes on. Well, you've been speaking to parents in uh, Hemel Hempstead about this, haven't you? Yes, and uh, they are concerned. I've been talking to parents and grandparents about pop videos and the content of those videos. The majority very concerned about what their children and grandchildren are seeing. Here's what those parents had to say. Um, Well, when the the videos come on, you actually sit there and you cringe because the females that are on there are just too... I suppose, sexy for the times that they're shown. Mm. And when you're with a a teenage child, it's actually embarrassing. You sit there and you cringe. So have you got to the point where you actually turn the TV off because you don't want your son, who's 14, to watch that type of thing? I just walk out the room. Because they're going to watch it anyway, aren't they? No, no. And if that makes me sound bad, I'm bad. But no, I don't. I think people put too much emphasis on it. You either let them watch it or you don't let them watch it. Well, you're here with your grandchild today. Do you think that some of the videos that are being shown on TV are just a way, way too much, too explicit? We've got an 11-year-old grandson as well, and he, I don't really like him to watch things like that. You learn too much. They grow up too quick. What was it like when you were growing up, though? Well, I can remember my mum and dad even turning the television over if somebody was kissing. We weren't allowed to watch anything like that. I think that at the end of the day, they're trying to get all the kids' attention, but they're doing it in the wrong way. They're doing hardly any clothes on the women with really disgusting dance moves, which is teaching the young girls the totally wrong idea on what it's like to be an adult. I don't want them growing up thinking that they can do all that. I want them to still have their innocence while they're young. They've got plenty of time to be an adult when they're older. At the moment, I want them to actually be a kid and enjoy being a kid. Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, she was supposed to be a kid's person and yet she's ended up showing most of her body off and grind up against guys and stuff like that. Is it embarrassing? Yeah, it is embarrassing. 
And it's kind of demoralising for women. 20 years ago, Justin, mm. 20 years ago, Take That were big. They were huge, bigger than they are now, possibly. Yes. Um, and yet their videos, their early videos, were homoerotic. It was them in kind of leather pants being covered <laughs> in jelly. <laughs> and one video I think I can remember was them uh, walking down the beach, uh, topless, things like that. You know, it's always been around, Ian. It's always been around. Nobody can deny that. But I think, you know, going back to Miley Cyrus, people like that, we're talking here about a child star she would have a, a huge fan base yeah. for that and now there she is behaving like an absolute idiot uh, grinding up against men on stage and and being half naked that to a lot of parents and grandparents is, is totally unacceptable you say idiot out yes. of you me and miley cyrus which one's the millionaire do you think yes yeah i know what you're mm. saying i know what you're saying but it's just a bit too much and programs like the x factor you've got to look at the time that program's on it's on, on a saturday on a sunday you know a large number of families sit down to watch that programme because at the end of the day it's a family programme if you've got pop stars on there wearing next to nothing I can understand why parents pick up the phone and complain Justin Dealey thank you very much indeed well I'm joined now by Fraser McAlpine who is a music journalist Fraser what do you think has pop got too pervy? Uh, I'm not sure that pop's ever not been I think pervy's perhaps the wrong word. You can't take sex out of pop music. It just doesn't work. It isn't a thing if you take the sex out of it. It's a, it starts off as being a soundtrack to people going out and drinking and, and copping off. That's what it's, that's what it's for. Now, the, 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 there's, there was a move to sort of push it towards a younger audience, you know, and, uh, and, and that has sort of resulted in, in a teen, a, a, a tween age, uh, audience for pop. And that's, then and then, once the children, once that young audience has started to push towards um, adulthood, the and the young performers are starting to be pushed towards adulthood. The, the only way that they can maintain an attention outside of their original context is to to make it sexual, and that seems that to me is the most worrying aspect of the situation. You've got, you, if you take Miley Cyrus, you're in a situation with Miley Cyrus where as a, as a child performer, as a Disney star, she had to be seen to be pure. She was Hannah Montana, wasn't she? she? Was which, was a show, which was a show for nine-year-old girls, basically. Exactly. And to, 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 to keep her career going, the way that the American entertainment industry works is they have to say, well, she's not a child anymore and how can we prove this? And this is... And, and the, the, the fascinating thing about Miley Cyrus is the images that come with Miley Cyrus are a universe away from the content of her songs. So it's not even appropriate to the music that she's making. The video for Wrecking Ball, which is the, which is the controversial video where she's seen riding on a wrecking ball wearing absolutely nothing, and she licks a sledgehammer, which is astonishing, uh, strange uh, image to see on the screen, yes. has absolutely no relevance to the, the, the song, which it seems to be a song about heartbreak and you know, feeling emotionally devastated. It isn't a sexually aroused song. Uh, but the way in which you can get attention for a song like that is to is to provide imagery which is titillating, and that isn't necessarily to do with. I don't know that we've grown a, a generation of performers that seem to be allergic to clothing. I think this is a this is a a way of the music industry is reflecting a declining interest in music itself and a more of an interest in, 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 in imagery and the way that you can generate attention. And the way that you generate attention always in the music industry since, since Elvis is by generating controversy around sex. 
we the net mums were also talking about the lyrics of the songs being sexual and and, and they are perhaps more sexual than they were but please please me by the beatles hello do you know what that please please me like i please you you know what that's about don't you i know exactly what that's about and i think that and tutti frutti by little richard started out as a song that is that was about homosexual sex and it was just put all into code so that it was made palatable and then and then cliff richard sang it you know i mean there's there's the, 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 the sex in pop is there from the start. It's like the letters in a stick of Blackpool Rock. You can't remove it from pop, otherwise pop ceases to have a function. But the, the, the point is that, uh, and I understand the concern with pe- that parents have. I think a lot of the parents that you, you have on your, your um, uh, Vox Pop package just now made a lot of sense. There was a lot of parents just saying, actually, I don't let my children watch this, or I'm, mm. I'm in some way in control of how my children view the television. And you have to say to parents, you know, you can't expect... I, I mean, it's, it's good to, ex- to have expectations of the entertainment industry that they, they stop acting in an immoral fashion or in a fashion that, that contravenes your own personal morality. But the most direct action you can take is to be responsible for what your children are watching in your own home, because nobody else can actually stop that. You know, and, and I think that I think that that's that's part of the solution to the problem. Lady Gaga dancing around in flesh-coloured pants uh, on the X Factor. Rihanna doing. I didn't see the Rihanna dance, but I know that got lots of complaints. Is is it the, the context that it's shown in on family programmes like X Factor? Is it inappropriate? I think well, that's that's what pop music will always do. If you put it if you put it in a situation where performers have to get attention for a performance that they do, Lady Gaga is really interesting because she's she has. Uh, at one and the same time she's pushed sexuality sometimes but she's also pushed being extremely weird and being extremely weird gets the same amount of attention mm. as sexuality for her so she can she can wear a kermit the frog outfit or she can wear bacon or whatever it is that she's wearing and people will, will talk about her to the same degree that they will talk about her being sexy it's just that you know the the, the tone of derision that comes with someone that's wearing a bacon dress is slightly more than they would do mm. if they were being sexual but the point is attention it's not about sex particularly it is about attention and the reason why it works on the x factor for the performers is that they will always get attention by pushing at the 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 boundaries the problem that the shows have and that the audience have is that it's not necessarily a comfortable experience uh, to be there when boundaries are being broken and it isn't necessary i mean you have to take you have to wonder whether the boundaries need to be broken and that's that's not necessarily a debate that the performers even want to be in on they just want to know that they can push against something and and be considered you know they can congratulate themselves for being groundbreaking or their team can congratulate themselves for being in any way groundbreaking it's it's just what what i'm really nervous of in this whole debate is is to push the idea that we can always tell women off for being sexual i i don't like that part that part of it at all Mm. You know, because as you say, pop music's been about sex since day one. Please, please me, or Elvis shaking his, his hips or whatever. But when it was men doing it, there was a there was a kind of oh look at those roguish men, how awful! Mm. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're contributing to the decline of the morals of Western civilization. And when it's women doing it, it's an entirely different. Uh, the, the tone of the debate is entirely different and much, much nastier. And so there's this whole, you know, like you uh, uh, earlier on referred to Miley Cyrus as, do, as shaking like an idiot. You know, that was that was Justin. Yes, that was ju- yes, that yes. was our reporter. Yes, but it's, it is that thing of of, of, of there becomes a value judgment that comes yeah. with it on the people in, in, in question, just for you know for, for acting in a way that pop music, pop performers have always done. Mm. Uh, Fraser, I-, I could talk to you all about this. Fascinating. Thank you very much indeed. That's Fraser McAlpine. He's a music journalist. Interesting what he has to say. That is it viewed differently. If it's women cavorting around and being overtly sexual, is it viewed differently to men? 
You say, oh, yeah, look at the lads. Good work. But is it different for women? And I, I really think this all traces back to Cheryl Baker. That moment on Eurovision, we're in front of, what, a billion viewers? The other fellows whose names escaped me, it wasn't one called Bobby G or something, they ripped their skirts off? Oh, for goodness sakes. We're going to try and get Cheryl Baker on the show this morning and hold her to account about this. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Yes. Morning. This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. We're talking about um, massage parlours. No, not those. And isn't it interesting that that's the first thing that springs to mind? Talking about legitimate massage parlours, masseuses, masses, masses. Why not? Um, and how they are finding it harder and harder to do their job because they're being pestered for, for uh, you know, finishes. For, they're being pestered for other services that they don't provide. And it must be hard work for these, uh, these men and women that do this when, you know, they're there and they turn... Well, the woman we were speaking to earlier on, she turned around and the fellow was, was naked, looking downwards and going, yeah, yeah, hey? Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five. 555 is the telephone number if you want to have your say on that. We're also talking as well about pop. Is pop too pervy? Is it too naughty? Is it too rude? Or is it just uh, an age thing? I know this is tricky because it's not our target audience. Our target audience is a 67-year-old woman called Sandra. But we need to speak to a young person. And by young, I mean 13, 14, 15. We need to speak to someone like that. So, if you're a mum or a dad or a grandparent... Could you get your 13, 14, 15-year-old to speak to us, please? 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. We need to speak to a young person about this. Haven't we got a young person in our database somewhere? Kelly Bet, sorry? Um, I'm young. Well, no, you sound young. And look young. But Therefore, you're... I'm 19. But right, first of all, 19's too old for this. And secondly, oh. you're 26. Am I? 27? Do. 26 will do. 20, 29 years old. I've, got, I've been watching your video on Facebook of you and Justin twerking. It is. I'm very slim in that video, thank you. I have some feedback. Okay, yeah. Like it. Is it, is it going to be comps? No. Oh. You are moving your arms too much. Yep. And you're not actually moving your bottom at all. I'm like David Blaine. And Delia is doing the twist. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like David Blaine, I'm creating the optical illusion. I'm like one of those mm. flicker books where if you move it a bit, it looks like there's a lion going, rah! <laughs> it terrifies my young boy, uh, as, as would that video. But I'm not actually moving my bottom, no. I can't for medical reasons, as, as, as you well know, Kelly, so you shouldn't really be bringing it up on... Uh, uh, <laughs> Catherine, you like you wanted to have a pop as well. Not really. You were thinking I just, it, though. I was thinking the pop. I don't need to say it out loud. I oh. think anyone who watches that video has a private pop themselves. I was having a private pop while we were filming it, but luckily you can't tell. Oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. What video are we talking about? Well, if you follow at BBC3CR or at Ian Lee on Twitter, or go to the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR, you can look at the video of Justin and myself twerking. We like to have a little warm-up twerk at work, we call it, <laughs> every morning. I wanted to make it a feature on the show, but I was voted down by literally everybody none of you none of you have been brave enough to um put your own twerking videos on huh it's your bbc apparently it's not but it's your bbc so you should be putting your videos up there as well facebook.com forward slash bbc 3cr um has twerking has pop got two seconds hang on a second joanne says on uh, twi- uh, facebook good grief 
referring to mine and Justin's performance. I think it's safe to say that's not sexual in any shape or form. You boys gave me a good laugh, though. Whoa, 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 Joanne. Little bit, uh, little bit rude there. Has pop got too sexy? Or are we just being a bunch of boring old so-and-sos? Pop music isn't meant for me. It's not meant for me. I'm too old. I'm a 40-year-old dad. I'm not supposed to get pop. Hey, my eldest has started doing this funny thing, Catherine. Oh, no. He started singing... No, it's not the guitar thing. <laughs> <laughs> it, he's not... It, it's not the guitar. He started singing a song... He started singing a song the other day that I thought, how on earth do you know that? Do you know the song? Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Yes. You know that song? Who's that by? Uh, is that the Doobie Brothers or something? Is it not, like... Uh, Huey Lewis. It's not Huey Lewis, it's someone like that. Anyway, my three and a half year old boy started singing, Doctor, Doctor, give me the news, I've, I've got, got a, a but then he, case of But then he changed it. Robert oh Palmer. no. Was it Robert Palmer? Yes, thank you. He goes, Doctor, Doctor, give me the news, I've got a bicycle in my body and I can't ride it. Oh wow. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes on, he keeps making up different things he's got in his body and <laughs> therefore can't use. Like, I've got a football in my body and I can't kick it. <laughs> I think slightly better lyrics to the ones that Robert Palmer came up with. My daughter adapted uh, Gangnam Style. <laughs> hey, sexy lady. Ooh. Ooh, move like a jazzer. <laughs> I've no idea. Jazz is from uh, The Archers, isn't he? Isn't he the bumbling character? <laughs> so how do you feel about your daughter singing th- lines like, Hey, sexy lady? I've told her it's Hey, 60, 80, but she knows it's not. <laughs> Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Is pop getting too sexy? I remember an episode of the Cosby Show, the Cosby Show yep. years ago. I mean, twenty five years ago, where the youngest girl, seven years old, is singing, "Come and do it to me, do it to me," and Bill Cosby's going, "That's what he say." What was his catchphrase? or something like that. I don't know what it was. Anyway, and he was. Um, I just remember his dancing. <laughs> yeah. And he says to her, what are you singing? Rudy. Mm. What are you singing about, Rudy? I'm um, singing, I want you to do it to me, do it to me. And he goes, what, what, what do what? Uh, it, it's talking about homework, aren't they? And th- that's what she thought it was about. It was about doing homework and stuff. This is the thing. You hear them singing, you know what it's about. They yeah. don't. No. So. No. You don't know what it's about, do you, Kelly Betts? Oh, sorry, what? Yeah, you go. You see exactly doesn't even know what life is about. Justin Dealey. Hello, boss. Morning. I'm beginning to come down on the side of the pop star. I wasn't sure earlier on. And yes, I'm a dad of two. And uh, yes, we're, I mean, nearly four and two. Mm. Wouldn't let them watch anything like The X Factor. I would hope they wouldn't want to watch The X Factor. Yeah, Exploitative, yeah. awful nonsense. Hey, let's get some mentally ill people on for a few weeks and <laughs> laugh at them. That's what it, that's what it is. Oh, so true. That's what it is at the start. Mm. Um, but it, it, surely it's my responsibility to make sure they don't watch inappropriate pop. And pop stars should just get on and do it. Pop stars should be singing great songs. End of story. Uh, this Miley Cyrus video uh, that uh, your guest was talking around uh, about that, well, 15 minutes ago, he was yep. saying that she was licking a sledgehammer, which had yep. absolutely no relation to the song whatsoever. What on earth is that all about? Licking a sledgehammer? Well, it, but it's got BBC Three Counties Radio talking about I it. I suppose so. Um, th- there was a track back in the 1960s of the Rolling Stones, Let's Spend the Night Together. Yep. Um, somebody, I'm sure, will come on and correct me here, but but they couldn't perform that song on American TV. The Ed Sullivan Show. changing the lyrics. What yep. was it? Let's spend some time together or something well, like uh, that? Th- that's one of the reasons I hate the Rolling Stones, because they wimped out. <laughs> they wimped out. You wouldn't get J-Lo 
mm. or, or Rhiannon. No, that's a, a, a song by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Rihanna going on uh, the X Factor and Simon Cowell going, look, I'm afraid, <laughs> Rihanna, it's just a little bit too blue. You're going to have to um, put a bit more gaffer tape over your boobs. But isn't that the difference, though? Because now, of course, that they are pushing the boundaries more and more and more. And Simon Cowell, he wants people to go on his TV programmes and be totally outrageous so people talk about them against newspaper yeah. coverage. Pop. And nowadays, it's not about, you know, a dance move being great because it is part of the song. It's about, oh, how can we shock people? How can we be totally outrageous so people talk about us? That's wrong. Justin, thank you very much. Is Justin right? Or is it's just the evolution of pop? The twist, anybody? Really? That was overtly sexual. Hands up if you know what Please Please Me by the Beatles is about. Yeah, it's filthy. Please please me like I please you. Steve's in Dunstable. We're getting our knickers in a twist about nothing here, aren't we, Steve? Morning. Morning. Well, I mean, if they need, if their songs are that good, why they need to be wearing any clothes and dancing around like hookers? Do you know what I mean? If, it, if they need like that kind of image, then obviously their music's rubbish. I mean, the, the music should stand up to, you know, the people actually liking it and wanting to buy it. It's a bad impression on young girls. You get 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds think, oh, yeah, so-and-so's doing that. I want to wear that. I want to go out tonight to a disco down the, you know. A, well, a disco. And it's all wrong. But, you Steve, I mean? Steve, if, if um, Next's clothes were so good, they wouldn't have to use posters of women in their bra and pants. It's, it, it sells. Well, Sex yeah, sells. I mean, yeah, yeah, but it, it, that's what I mean. It's everywhere. Billboards for other products. You've got them up there half-naked bodies to sell a... You know, you don't need that. You know, the morals of this country are right right at the point. Teenage 12, 13-year-old girls have always uh, said one thing to their parents, then as soon as they've got round to their mate's house or got to school, I remember my mum telling me she would roll her skirt up three inches, you know, so that she had a shorter skirt on when she was a 12-year-old. Yeah, but she's not wearing a bra and a knickers to school, is she? Oh, well... That's just a bit of a... My mum. They've always done that. That's... that's that's what happens. But no one's no one's wearing a bra, no one's wearing a bra and knickers to school now. Well, I mean, no, you know, no. apart from under their clothes. Yeah, but the kids, the, the children, look at them, look up to, or look up to them for whatever reason. And also, these pop stars, there's got to be something mentally wrong with them if they think that they can sell their music by only wearing any clothes and everything else. Well, hang on, Steve. They, they, they need help. They don't need help. They 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 are they are selling their music by not wearing many clothes. They are, Miley Cyrus, I'm sure, is a millionaire several times over. So who's having the last laugh? Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's not through. They're not buying the. They're not buying the music. Thinking, oh yeah, because she's not wearing anything on the cover of the CD. They're buying it because they obviously like the music. Her new album is called Bangers. It. It's called yeah, Bangers. Well, gonna, I, I think the Bangers are sausage. I don't know what you think the bangers about. <laughs> it is odd that Miley Cyrus has done a concept album about um, Wall's finest, isn't it? <laughs> Bless her. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Quickly, Michael St. Neots, uh, Michael in St. Neots has texted. You ask if it's different for men. Imagine the outcry if a naked male pop star rubbed himself against a woman on stage like Miley Cyrus. Well, you've got it wrong. She wasn't. Na- you're confusing two things here. This is the thing. It's getting hysterical. Miley Cyrus is naked in the pop video, although you don't see a lot because she's hugging um, a wrecking ball. She wasn't naked when she rubbed herself up against the the, the gentleman dancer. She wasn't naked. So we're kind of confusing two things here.
Pop being sexy works, doesn't it? It works because I, I've never heard a Lady Gaga song. I've never heard one, but I know all about her. I think she's quite good fun, actually. I think it's funny watching her around dressed up like a lemon or whatever it is she goes around these days. Uh, I've never heard... I've not heard the Miley Cyrus um, pop song, but I, I know that she rides uh, a wrecking ball. It's called Wrecking Ball. I know the name of it. I've never heard it. So it works, doesn't it? Pop stars being sexy works. Alex is on the M25. Morning, Alex. Morning. What do you make of this? Is, is, is pop too sexy? Well, I'll tell you why, Ian. I changed, I changed my mind a couple, of, a couple of years ago because I came home from work and I saw, um, I think it was Lady Gaga. At the time, I was thinking, she looks hot, man. And I thought, well, hang on. It's hot. I was quiet. When I saw some school kids come home from school, I thought, well, hang on. They could be in their living room watching exactly the same thing on MTV as me. And they can come away thinking, that's okay, I'll pop five needles. I thought, well, maybe this isn't such the right thing to do, you know? Alex, I'm, I'm going to let you go, uh, but because your, your line isn't great, but you got your points across. Even Daleks um, have opinions on pop. Alex, thanks very much for that. I guess it's a matter of context, isn't it? I'd like to have known what, what was showing Lady Gaga at half past five in her full finery. It's a matter of context, and as parents, we have to be responsible. Now, I've never seen the Miley Cyrus video. I've just seen a few pictures from it because it was in the newspaper. So I've managed to avoid it. That means we can make sure our children manage to avoid it if we so want. But pop music has always been about rebellion, about upsetting your parents, about doing something that's considered and perceived to be naughty. And that's what's happening now. It's, it's perceived to be naughty. Or are we sexualising our children? 08459 455555. On FM, AM, online and digital radio. This is Ian Lee. On BBC Three Counties Radio. The organisation that represents massage therapists is calling for an end to the sex industry's use of the term massage parlour. The Federation of Holistic Therapists' comments come in response to complaints from Eileen McIntyre. She's a masseuse from Luton and says the confusion over the services she provides is so bad it's driving her out of business. Yeah, I've had sort of like sort of pervy people ringing up. Oh, they sound all right. Sometimes they sound sound quite genuine on the phone and then they just want to know uh, what treatments do I do and I explain what treatments I do here. And then they always ask the usual thing, what type of massage? So I go through a list of the different massages that I do and they always want to know, is there anything extra at the end of it? Can I massage deep into the groin area? And it's just all these things that I keep getting. When they say full body massage, they mean massaging everything. And they all they also want to know if I can do naturist massage, which I didn't even know what that was. I'm not quite sure if I know what that is. I'm not sure I want to know. Well, listening to that is Becky Adams, a former madame who ran brothels in Milton Keynes. Morning, Becky. Good morning, darling. Have you got any sympathy for oh, um, Eileen? Plenty, plenty. Poor, poor Eileen. It is really annoying, and I can completely understand why she's so fed up with the whole thing but this is partly your fault yours and your industry's fault becky well (laughs) i can't take personal responsibility for it but um it is true that the sex industry has sort of hijacked the word massage um as it has the word sort of escort but a lot of that has been due to the newspapers because we haven't been allowed to say anything else Um, And back in 2007, 
they tightened the rules um, about advertising in the papers. So we weren't allowed to describe what sort of massage. So we couldn't say erotic or sensual. Um, so massage just seems to be a catch-all, which unfortunately was really instigated by, by the newspapers. But it isn't fair, is it, on a, a legitimate uh, masseuse uh, uh, like Eileen, who we just heard there, if, if she's running, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, an upfront... No, hang on, that's the wrong phrase. If she's running, a, you know, a decent business, and she gets... She, she was telling us earlier on that she turned around for a second, turned back, and the fellow was completely naked, sort of, you know, looking down there saying, away you go. It, it, it isn't fair on men and women like that, is it? No, it isn't. It really isn't. But it's not just the ladies. I've got many um, male friends who are personal trainers and sports massage therapists. And they've, they've all, actually, everyone I've spoken to has had some sort of incident with ladies who, um, when they've been having what they were thinking as a sports massage, have got overly frisky oh. and asked for um, other services. So how do we solve this problem, Becky? I, I'm not, I, I understand what you're saying. You can't advertise I- exactly what you're offering in newspapers. And I kind of think that's perhaps a good thing, that, that, that it, it, it's limited on what we can see in newspapers. Well, yes, um, but of course uh, massage parlours and escort services are no longer allowed to sort of advertise their websites in, in most papers. So guys and you know, couples who also use those services can't even get onto a website and have a look at what they're wanting to buy. I also do think that um, a lot of people don't understand the word holistic um, and the different sort of descriptions that beauticians and therapists would use to describe massage, especially people who English, don't have English as a first language. So when ladies say, oh, you know, I do a holistic massage, people actually don't understand, as Eileen didn't understand the, the word naturist. Yes. which is basically a, a naked massage or a topless massage. And what, the lady, the, the masseuse is topless and naked? Yes. Oh, dear. Yes. Oh, dear. We shouldn't really be encouraging this kind of naughty behaviour, should we, Becky? Well, I think whether you encourage it or not, it's going to happen. So I think we just have to sort of deal with what we've got, really. Does it, has it ever worked the other way? A, a naughty masseuse has, has, you know, been ready to, you know, do a naturist massage or something, and the fella's gone, yeah, it's my left shoulder, it's really killing me. Is there something you can do with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, and in all fairness, a lot of ladies who do provide naughty massages or massages with a happy ending are, you know, are trained in massage. Not all of them, of course, no. but, you know, proportion of them. So, um, and, you know, there are a lot of gentlemen who don't necessarily want full sexual services, but would just like a sort of a half decent massage and a bit of a lie down. Becky, thank you very much for that description at the end. Thank you. A half-decent massage and a bit of a lie-down, yes. Becky Adams, former madam, and uh, who often on the show used to uh, run brothels in Milton Keynes. Thank you very much indeed. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Uh, Carleen has uh, texted us. Miley Cyrus is tame. <clears throat> she needs lessons. Sorry. If you've ever seen reggae dancehall moves... That said, I don't think it's a look I would like for my daughter. Yeah, the reggae dancehall moves is, yeah, they're really, they're really uh, working the twerking, aren't they? Aren't they just in a jerkin? Uh, Helen Milton Keane says, who encouraged, coerced Miley Cyrus to perform in this way? 
the, sh- the sharks that surround young stars have a way of making the star think it's their idea. But really the push is to make as much cash before the star's career implodes. Think of Britney Spears, whose life was adversely affected by being pushed to be outrageous. The boundaries are pushed more and more with each generation. Well, Helen, I think, um, with the greatest respect, I know you're a regular contributor to the show, to, to say that, the, that Miley Cyrus and Britney Spears had no part in what they were doing, I think is a little bit uh, disingenuous. Miley Cyrus, from what I can gather, was keen to break from her Disney Hannah Montana image. Uh, that's why she kind of went all sexy. I think it's it's, it's slightly patronising and disingenuous to suggest that they were they were forced or or, or coerced to do these things. If she didn't want to take her kit off and lick a hammer. She wouldn't have done it. Simple as. I lick hammers and take my kit off because I want to do it. No one's forcing or coercing me. And maybe I'll post that footage online at some time. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you'd like to give us a call. Don't forget, you can also email me during the show or at any other point um, as well. All you have to do is send an email, ian.lee at bbc.co.uk if you want to. Uh, and it's iain.lwe at bbc.co.uk. And it can be about anything we've talked about in the show. Or it can be uh, something you think would be a good story for the show. Something huge that affects your entire county, or something uh, uh, small that maybe just affects you. Thank you very much indeed. Morning, this is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. It's three minutes past eight. Thursday, the 7th of November. Oh, it's nearly Christmas. Can we start talking about Christmas now? Can we, we can start talking about it, can't we? 08459 455 555, if you disagree with me. Bar humbug, you Scrooges. It's the 7th of November, for goodness sakes. Christmas is right around the corner. Lots coming up on the show between now and JVS at 9 o'clock, including dirty hospitals, massage confusion, and pervy pop. Also, if you want to have a little workout, go to facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR. Great, great video footage there. Some really good quality video footage. Justin Dilly and myself twerking while we're working. In a leather jerkin. You can also text me 81333. Start your text 3CR. Or why don't you give me a call? 08459 455 555. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. In um, the last hour of the show, we're talking... Miley Cyrus has been getting a lot of bad press during this show, and Lady Gaga. Can we find out who were the pop stars when you were growing up that your parents objected to? We're having none of that Bay City Rollers in this house. Frank Sinatra, you know, early on in his career, when he was singing to the Bobby Soxers, was considered subversive and deviant. The Beatles, with their long, shaggy hair. We look at the Beatles' hair now, from 62, 63. That was considered long and subversive. So, when you were young, dear listener, what pop singers, what what artists did your parents just say, no, we are having none of that in this household at all? 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. What are what you watching next door? What are you, what you looking at? Nothing. What is it, Catherine? I'm just watching the moment I made Catherine jump. Oh, have you got it on video? Yeah, go on, let's hear it. She's coming through the door now. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Fantastic. You see, this is the fun. This is the fun your license fee is paying for. Excellent stuff. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, here's a story. It's emerged that the trust behind hospitals in Watford, St Albans and Hemel Hempstead has a maintenance backlog that'll cost £67 million to fix. Dodgy wiring, asbestos, the potential of Legionnaire's disease, you know, the kind of stuff that will get your average B&B closed down. Now, things must be bad. The, the West Hearts Trust's been given £16 million of urgent funding from the government, and they've hardly, uh, they're hardly made of money these days. Well, Samantha Jones is Chief Executive of the West Hearts Hospital NHS Trust. Samantha, how on earth is this happened. Good morning, Ian. We're absolutely delighted to have received this funding. It's absolutely excellent news for our patients, the visitors and also our staff. What happens um, in any um, building is that you have um, every four to five years, you have a review of the buildings, the infrastructure, the maintenance, and the maintenance required to keep them at the standards that we'd expect any buildings to have, let alone healthcare buildings. That happened at the um, back end of last year. And that's where the 67 million backlog maintenance um, figure comes from. That was discussed at the public, tr- uh, the public trust board. And I think it's fair to say that it hasn't emerged. It's part of a plan. It's there to ensure that we are aware of what we need to do to keep our hospitals, um, which serve very large populations... When are you going to do it, then? ...for the purpose. It's actually over the next six years. So it's not just for this year. It's over the next six years. And where does the other £51 million come from? Um, what we do is, on an, on an annual basis, is that we have £8 million. We spend £4 million a year upgrading um, equipment, as you'd expect us to do, and we spend £4 million a year making sure that we're dealing with the highest risks that we need so to. Four, so, that's eight, so that's £16 million over four years. So uh, roughly, where does the other £30 million come from? What we do is that every year we look at where the highest risks are. We run very old buildings. Many hospitals are, as you, as you know. Um, over 40 years old for all three of our hospitals. So what we do is we say, where are the highest risks in accordance with an independent assessment? And that's where we spend our money. This isn't um, something there's that a 60, Samantha, there's a £67 million backlog of things that need to be sorted out, ranging from dodgy wiring to asbestos to the potential of Legionnaire's disease. I suggest to you that that is disgusting and people will be concerned about that. Ian, I think it's important that we focus on the good news that we've no, had here. No, Samantha, it's not. I think it's important that we focus on that someone somewhere has messed up big time and that people will be concerned that there is a possibility of asbestos poisoning, of Legionnaire's disease, of electrocuting themselves when they switch on a, a, a light switch. I can understand why you would want to focus on the good thing, that you've been given 16 million quid, but it's a terrible state of affairs. I ask you, refer to the first question I asked, how on earth has this happened? Over um, every year, we look at the maintenance that we require to run public buildings. This isn't um, specific to West Hertfordshire hospitals. To keep any building to the standard, the estate standard that we need to uh, need to have, there will always be maintenance that's required. What Why hasn't did, this maintenance been done then? What we did is we looked at, like you are, we are required to do every four to five years, and say, what do we need to do over the next five to six years to keep the buildings at the standard that we expect them to be? 
And that's what we did at the back end of last year. The 16 million... 67 million? The 16 million that we've been given is to deal with the highest risks that we have. So as um, including um, upgrading our lifts, including the uh, heat, steam and pressure systems. This is a lot of things that people won't see. It's behind the scenes. Legionnaire's disease you won't see either. Asbestos you won't see either. Dodgy wiring you won't see either. exactly what we're dealing with as part of this 16 million. Surely, I, I, can, I, can I say, it, it sounds a little bit um, uh, ridiculous that hospitals are checked every four or five years. Surely it's, it's... If I ran a huge building that lots of sick people came to, I would be maintaining it as I went along. I would be checking it yes. every year. And we, we check every year. Then what why have you only established this after four or five years no, and you only established it last year? What I said was that we have an independent assessment as we, okay. are, as we are required Well then, Samantha, to do. if you've been checking it every single year... How has a £67 million backlog been allowed to grow? If you're checking it every single year, you would have been aware of that, surely. And we, we are aware of then it. Then how has and it been allowed is, to grow? And that is why every year we spend our £8 million, uh, we spend our £8 million prioritised by and with our clinicians to the areas of the highest risk. The independent assessment is done for every public building, and that's what we've done looking forward over How the has a £67 million pounds backlog been allowed to happen this isn't a case of it being allowed to happen this isn't a case of something not but, happening but it's this, but it's something that hasn't happened because you have a 67 million pound backlog you can't juggle those figures samantha i'm not I'm, I'm not asking to what i'm saying to you is that every five to uh, every five years or so we have an independent assessment i know this you're not discussed. answering the question i'm confused no i am trying to answer the question and i apologize if um, it's not very clear we have this independent assessment building on the annual maintenance that we do and that we review. The independent assessment, like every organisation, including the one that I'm sure in the building that you're in, then has a, a maintenance programme. Some of it is backlog to get it up to the standard that it requires, and some of it is just doing the day-to-day and the routine. But which you've obviously not been doing. I, again, I I've got to ask you, Samantha, a £67 million backlog, it would imply, if this has been discovered by the independent uh, 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 investigation, that your own maintenance has not been up to scratch. We review every year. Well, it's not that, been up to scratch. You've missed 67 million that, quid's worth that, of work. That review builds on the £8 million pounds that we spend every year. I think it is important to focus on the excellent news that we've been given additional funding. So you, Samantha, with the greatest of, the of respect... ...that we submitted. With the greatest respect, I can understand why you would want to focus on the excellent news that the Castract government is giving you 16 million quid for work you've not carried out. But I and the listeners who use the hospital will would like an answer to this question i I think if you're assessing the hospital every year and spending four million quid on it how your your assessments must be flawed to allow a 67 million pounds backlog of maintenance to to build up this isn't a case of allowing a backlog maintenance um to build okay well a backlog has built up whether it's been allowed to or not your systems of checking every year are flawed 67 million pounds needs to be found Eight million pounds a year is what we have and what we are given routinely to deal with. Well, then you're in trouble. If that's all you've got, plus this 16 million, you're in trouble then because you've got to find 67 million. What we do need to do, and this links to as part of our clinical strategy, is ensure that the services that we provide are in buildings that are fit for purpose for the future. 
in full agreement of that. This is a very good news about dealing with the risks that we have. It is great news that we now know that if we come to one of your hospitals, there is a chance that we may catch Legionnaires' disease. That's great Ian, news. I think it is important to understand that the money we've been given is because we are dealing with the risks that you identify. This is part of us being open and Did demonstrating where those risks are and the improvement work that we are actually doing do your to make sure those risks are minimised to patients. Did any of your annual assessments pick up the risk of Legionnaires' disease? Yes. They did. When, when was when was that dealing, first when was that first picked up? Year on year for the last few years. How many we years? How many years ago was that. Legionnaires' we, disease recognised as being a possibility? Like any old building, we have that information, and I'm very happy to share it well, with you. Well, uh, then please do. Uh, how many years ago was Legionnaires' disease first recognised in your hospitals? Uh, I will get that information for you. But, but Ian. years ago, Ian, what we do every year is that Why? we deal with those risks. I think it is important that you note that the four million pounds that we spend every year on dealing with the high risks for any public building like the ones that we have reduces the risks to patients if if legionnaires disease was recognized let's be generous and say four years ago why wasn't it treated then it has been treated it continues to be treated as i'm sure you are aware it isn't just something that you can deal with once unless you can have a brand new building which of course is what we'd all like to have for our healthcare facilities we deal with it every year we minimize the risks that we have it isn't something that goes away just when you deal with it once why are other trusts in hertfordshire better at maintaining their buildings I think what you'll find is every um, organisation, not just the healthcare organisations, has an independent assessment that's done every year. To get to the standard that we want and um, deserve for our patients that we serve is keeping it at the level that's required. So here, the independent has demonstrated, I am publicly saying these buildings are old. Everybody knows that when you look at the three hospitals that we cover. We want to make sure it's fit for the next six, ten years. And that's what this work is doing. Are you letting things go because of the health campus? Absolutely not, no. You're you're sure about that? Absolutely. We uh, spoke to Sandy Walkington, Liberal Democrat councillor for St Albans and Hearts County Council. There was a big meeting where various uh, heads of of trusts went along and talked about what was going on. You chose not to go. You sent your PR person. Why was that? Um, Actually, what had actually happened was that I'd met with the chair of the scrutiny committee uh, the the previous uh, week. I'd been through the information with him. I sent three of my senior directors to the meeting because I was required to be at another equally important meeting. What was the other meeting, meeting, if you don't mind me asking? What was that meeting with the Department of Health? Okay, so so, but all all of the other uh, uh, heads could go, but you you decided that you'd send a PR person. And and, uh, there were three of three senior directors, including the director of finance, the director with responsibility for the estate and the strategy for this organisation. I had previously met with the chair of the scrutiny committee, taking him through all of this information, including the issues around the backlog maintenance. Samantha Jones, thank you very much for coming on. No doubt we'll talk about this again. That's Samantha Jones, Chief Executive of the West Hearts Hospital NHS Trust. Don't be sick on air. No, I'll try so not to. You're a bit queasy. Is everything all right? I'm all right. You're, you're good. I'll battle on. Look at you. Yes. Look at you in your hoodie. Yep, yep. You look like a, a like a 13-year-old boy. Thank you very much indeed. Here you go. I've got something for you. What's that? <laughs> Why are you shaking your bottom in my face? I'm twerking. Is that what twerking... Well, I heard you talk about this twerking business this yeah, morning. Twerking. I wasn't sure what it was. That's what well, I've learnt it this morning. That's what a twerk is. I was just twerking you. So twerking is, is uh, bottom grinding. It's basically, I'm giving you a booty call. 
Oh. Yeah, I'm shaking my booty at you. And where does twerk come from? What? Um, oh. America, Jamaica, somewhere like that. Twerking. I've not looked into the history of it, to be honest. I'm too busy having a good time to read books about it, Grandad. So, what was shaking your booty is now twerking. That's correct, yes. Oh, okay. you say, it's all Cheryl Baker's fault. Do you remember that on, on uh, the Eurovision, 81 or 82, something like that? Rather wholesome bucks fizz. Yes. With their lovely toweling jumpers and long skirts. Singing a wonderful song about speeding it up, slowing... Oh my God, they've ripped their skirts off, those tarts! Disgusting. Oh. We're trying to get... How are we doing, Catherine, on getting Cheryl Baker on the show? Uh, well, we've got 40 minutes, so yeah. do it. Yeah. You just, just called her we, a tart. That's not well, going to help. Exactly. Are we telling her that she's the root of all evil? No, tell her I want to talk about her excellent kids' cookery show from 20 years ago, Eggs and Baker. Right. That'll get her on, and then we'll... <laughs> and then, then, we'll then we'll stitch her up and call her a tart. We'll hold her to I account. See. I've been trained. I've won awards. <laughs> I've won awards. What, what, what I did to the CEO of Bedford Hospital is nothing compared to what Cheryl Baker's going to get before 9 o'clock. She's going to get a good grilling. I hope she's not listening on the iPlayer. No, she uh, she won't be. I'm sure she won't be. No. Uh, now, what's uh, on your show this morning? Well, uh, we are picking up on this story from nine this morning. I'm going to be asking on the big phone in, is it time we accept children grow up faster nowadays? Oh. Net Mums have released a survey showing that 70% of parents try to stop their children watching sexy music videos. Two-thirds of them say their children are exposed to adult content on pre-Watershed TV, and over 80 percent say their sons and daughters have repeated sexy lyrics at home three in five ten-year-olds say they understand sexy lyrics and 87 percent of parents think pop stars have pushed the boundaries too far when it comes to sexy lyrics and dancing but are these parents living in a fantasy world where children watch the sound of music drink <laughs> lemonade sorry it's very funny made me laugh they drink lemonade and do country dancing <laughs> you know i just wonder whether it's part of progression yeah and actually and i'm gonna I, I wonder whether this look if a child if a girl a little girl is bumping and grinding and doing all this kind of dancing that no i'm being serious about <laughs> it i've got some uh, some of my cousins yeah. they've got children yeah in holland and when i was over there recently they wanted to put on a show mm. so they said oh come on everyone sit down the children want to put on a show so i sat down i generally hate things like that anyway so i sat down and thought, oh god so I said that. Anyway, they, all the little girls did this kind of synchronised dancing routine. They're bumping and grinding. Yeah, yeah. And I sat there like a, like a prude, thinking, God, oh, this is not very appropriate. Little children dancing like this. They look like ladies of the night. Yes. That's what I was thinking. But actually, you know what? They didn't know what they were dancing like. They were just having a bit of fun. They didn't realise that the way they were dancing was what many of us adults would be considered would, would consider to be kind of sexy dancing. They just yeah. thought they were having a bit of fun and and trying to mimic the people that presumably they see on the TV. For them, there was nothing sexual about it whatsoever. So, does it really matter? You know, is it time that we just accept that with any kind of different generation, there'll be different influences and parents just have to accept that they have to go along with it. Yep. And we must stop judging the children by our adult standards. I like it. From nine this morning. Is it time we accept children grow up faster nowadays? Or perhaps you think there's no excuse when children go bumping and grinding. It's still disgusting and parents should do more to stop it. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. I have to say, <clears throat> I am wearing a hoodie and a t-shirt. I've dressed down for today. Jonathan's face when he said, oh, you're wearing a hoodie. He, oh, he, he look, that's what being looked down someone's nose feels like. 
It's not nice. Oh, it's not nice. Now, a massage therapist from Luton says she could be forced to close her business because of nuisance phone calls and inappropriate behaviour by men visiting her premises. Eileen McIntyre has only been open since April, but in that time has had a man strip naked in front of her and regularly gets calls uh, calls from men looking for sexual services and groin massages. Well, Melanie Prince is General Manager of the Federation of Holistic Therapists. Morning, Melanie. You represent over 15,000 clients. Is this a common problem? Well, it seems to be uh, more increasing more and more at the moment, Ian, I'm afraid. Um, we had, uh, we've had quite a lot of texts from our members and calls from our members saying that they are uh, being um, targeted, it seems, by a few people who are constantly um, texting them about um, services that aren't the services that they give. Why is this happening, do you think? Oh, I really don't know. Um, I don't know whether people are getting braver or uh, because of texting being so anonymous these yep. days. Um, it, it's really difficult to say, but all I can say is our members are um, certainly telling us that they're seeing an increase in this sort of behaviour. What I, I've been told the London Licensing Act. What, what's that? Um, well, in the, that's the London Licensing Act of 1991, right. and that basically requires um, massage therapy premises to be licensed. Right. Um, obviously, you know, back in the uh, 90s, this was obviously considered a problem. Mm. Um, and so every borough council now is required to license um, a massage therapy premises, which means that they can keep an eye on what's going on. Um, uh, and it's something that I think that a lot of metropolitan areas now are are looking at uh, copying, um, which I think will help quite a bit, really. Uh, I think if the authorities can see um, bona fide massage therapy premises um, working uh, on the remedial work and the health and well-being work that they do do, then it's going to make it quite clear to both uh, the public and uh, these sorts of gentlemen that that's not the place to go to. It must be, things must be quite hard for your members. What, what can we do to, to make things easier for them? Well, I think there needs to be clarity, really. Um, one of the things that we would really like is protection of title for our massage therapists. Right. Most of our massage therapists actually work in remedial massage. Um, they work in, they can work in the NHS, in care homes. Um, they also work in spas and salons, and they're quite obviously um, working in the health and well-being area. Um, and I think if there's protection of title, then then um, it's quite it would make it illegal for people who aren't doing bona fide massage therapy uh, to be found out. So they couldn't um, use the term massage parlour if it was uh, some prostitutes. They wouldn't be able to use the word massage therapy, a bit like physiotherapists. You and I can't claim to be physiotherapists because we're not trained and we're not registered as physiotherapists. And it would be the same thing for massage therapists. Melanie, I appreciate your time this morning. Melanie Prince there, uh, General Manager of the Federation of Holistic Therapists. Well, we've heard uh, what, what she thinks. I do like a good massage. I do. And I, you, you do. You, it's quite obvious most of the time, the ones on the high street which are offering, you know, services and which are offering... A massage but if you're going through the phone book as i was the other day the phone book wasn't 1989 the internet um uh, to try because i wanted a massage i was getting a terrible headache and i knew a, a really firm massage uh would would sort me out there's no innuendo there actually at all and you're you're shaking you're nodding away giggling Catherine. there was no innuendo there yes there was well, innuendo just, in that conversation just about how how can a massage help relieve your um headaches are you simple
No. Because it's a build-up of tension, of course. It's a build-up of tension in my spine and in my shoulders and in my neck. I wanted to go for an Indian head massage, and she said, well, that's 20 minutes. You might as well have the full hour, and I'll, I'll do all kinds of stuff to you. She worked magic on my body. And she walked on me. She walked on me. And that works, does it? It was awesome! Have you ever had a tiny Thai woman walking on no, you? No, but you've got two small children. You could have got that for free. Oh, no, they don't walk on me. They kick me in the ghoulies. <laughs> that's their new game. That's their new game. I'm the walker. Sorry? I'm the walker in my relationship i don't know what that means i walk on his back you're the walker yeah i can walk on your back for free i won't take my heels off um kath what's that number for the bullying line Catherine? have you got it there i've got it in my bag thank you very much Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, net mums banging on as usual. Quite often I turn my nose up at them. Have they got a point? Is pop too pervy? Now, lots of sexy dances. You get um, the Miley Cyrus riding on a, a, a big wrecking ball and licking a hammer. You get um, Madonna doing all her sexy stuff. I know who to, who is to blame for this. You can trace it back. You can trace it back, can't you, Catherine? You follow history. You go back from Miley Cyrus. You go to Britney Spears. You go to Madonna. Uh, Madonna. You got Shakira. You go all the way back. Sabrina. Oh, yeah, it's stopped the teenage witch. No, boys, boys, boys. Oh yeah, it goes all the way back to about 1981, 1982. Cheryl Baker. <gasps> it's all Baker's fault. Now I've asked you to get Cheryl Baker on the show this morning. Have you managed it? Oh. Fader one. Cheryl Baker? Yeah. Oh, hello, Cheryl Baker. <laughs> I, I deny all responsibility. You, no, listen, it's your <laughs> fault that Pop's so sexy. You all bucks fears on the Eurovision. You looked so wholesome in your lovely toweling jumpers and long skirts. <laughs> and then those mucky fellas grabbed it and ripped it off and you were showing thigh and uh, nothing was left to the imagination. <laughs> well, everything was well, left to the imagination. There was a lot of imagining going on in it my household. <laughs> Did, as, as opposed to now, where it's in your face. Well, it... it, it <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it's, but it was it was seen as quite shocking what you did back then, yeah, wasn't it? Was, actually, isn't it funny? Something as simple as that. Yeah. And, and did you and did, at the time? Did you feel a little bit when someone when the choreographer or whoever said, "Right, girls, this is what we're going to do. The lads are going to rip your skirts off." What was your reaction? No, no, no. I I thought it was a great idea, right. and I didn't expect the reaction that we got. Yeah. And um, my my husband, who I'm married to now. Well, not that I've been married before, but what I'm saying is my husband. <laughs> what a complicated <laughs> he was love in life you've had. Band, he yeah. was in another band in the Song for Europe, which was the preliminary of the Eurovision. Yeah. And, um, and he didn't think much of our song, as actually, in, if I'm honest, neither did I. Oh, really? I didn't think we'd win. It wasn't that good, you know. And he was in a band, they wore tuxedos and they looked immaculate and yeah. they had this delicious um, ballad that they were singing, beautiful. And I thought, oh, they've got a really good chance. Anyway, we did the dress run. And they were all watching. We were watching each other. And Steve's band watched us. And Steve said to the rest of them, when the skirts came off, he went, that's it, guys. We might as well go home now. Wow. And it was that. It was that shocking. It was, I think that was the reaction. I think things have gone a bit further now, haven't they? Well, they have a bit. I mean, but it, it does prove that, that sex does sell pop. And pop has always been about sex, hasn't it? From Elvis, that from the Beatles. Yeah. It's been about sex. Do, do you agree with Netmom, Cheryl, that it has got a little bit too far? It's gone too far, far yeah. definitely. It's gone too far. I mean, I know that I, I, I'm over 25 now, and I have children of my own. But my, my girls are 19, so they're not really children. But um, it, it does shock me now, what, you know, the... the the wrecking ball thing and the licking things it's not that's not just that that's suggesting something completely different isn't it and and that's that's a bit too um 
But is that a generational thing? Is that because I'm a 40-year-old man and and, and pop music isn't aimed at us, it's aimed at at kids and it's always supposed to be a bit naughty and a bit rebellious, isn't it? Even lyrics. When I was a child, I used to sing, uh, you know, Marvin Gaye, uh, Sexual sexual Healing. Oh, yeah. You listen to those lyrics, you think, how did they ever (laughs) get that past the board? It's very mucky. It's very mucky. But as a child, I would go, you know, oh, let's make love to that. I'd sing along and not think of the... The, the meaning behind it, and I'm hoping that that's where how kids see things now. There's nothing we can do about it now, is there? The, the, the genie is out of the, the lamp. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I, and I actually, I did say I didn't take responsibility, but I do. It was all because of the Velcro skirt. <laughs> can I just say, Cheryl, thank you so much for coming on. You've been a very good sport. Uh, and also, two things. You fulfilled two fantasies for me. You've sang Let's Get It On and said the word licking to me. So <laughs> I, I can die a happy man now, Cheryl. Sexual healing, not Let's Get It On. Mm, okay, yeah. What, what are you up to? What are you doing at the moment? I still rip my skirt off. Oh. I will be doing that tomorrow <laughs> uh, at a ball in Norfolk. With, oh. With, I work with Mike and Jay. Oh, fantastic. We go out as formerly of Bucks because someone else owns the Yes, I know this, it's all got a little bit murky, all, hasn't it? Yeah, it's all very messy. Yeah. Um, and, and stuff. I mean, I, I, I do lots of different stuff every day and I love my life. I'm going, right now I'm getting a train into London to do a radio interview, so... Fantastic. Yeah. All right, well, listen, go and get your train. Thank you so much for squeezing us in oh, this morning. Pleasure. Take care, Cheryl Baker. There we go. Wonderful. Oh, dear, wasn't she delightful? I had such a crush on her and Jay. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee. BBC Three Counties Radio. 08459 455 555 is the phone number. Lots of your comments on uh, Facebook. Uh, Sue says, my 16-year-old daughter says that music and dancing today is far too sexy. And we need, she remarked that she can't believe you're 40 with kids. And if that's the case, you shouldn't be twerking. Whoa, Sue! Let your daughter know, I am down with the kids. Lisa says, I loathe net mums. They, some people do loathe net mums. They have a, some would argue, I would say that their influence is perhaps slightly less than it was a few years ago. But uh, I loathe net mums, but I agree with them on this. There are some singers that I would never let my two daughters uh, watch their videos. For example, Rihanna, whose videos are soft porn. One Direction are pretty safe. Jenny says, has anyone seen how racy and raunchy the Charleston is? And Jane says, my mother thought Elvis was disgusting. And South Pacific too. Was South Pacific considered uh, raunchy? Uh, Janet says on the text, Ian, I will donate £20 to children in need. If you give me your word, you will not take your clothes off nor lick hammers. Can't promise that, I'm afraid, Janet. In fact, me and some of the guys are meeting up after work to go for for some stripping and uh, hammer licking. So, uh, sorry about that. Sam in Bedford, uh, it was frowned upon to have my posters of Boy George and Marilyn. Do you remember Marilyn? Uh, Though Shaking Stevens was approved of, go figure. Uh, And Nick in Melbourne says, Ian, with regards to pop singers that my parents frowned upon, my mum and dad did not approve of Sandy Shaw because, get this, she sang on top of the pops in bare feet. You see? That was her gimmick, wasn't it? Uh, You can... uh, We've got 20 minutes of the show. Which pop singers did your parents... I'm guessing it's probably dad's disapproved of most when you were growing up although i bet no dad disapproved of blondie in their heyday oh no oh no debbie harry a young debbie harry oh dear goodness gracious me oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number you can email me ian.lee at bbc.co.uk in fact someone has just sent me an email this is uh, from william 
We were talking earlier on in the the show to um, Samantha Jones, Chief Executive of the West Hearts Hospital NHS Trust. It's emerged that the trust has got a £67 million backlog. Uh, Samantha was keen to celebrate the good news that the government's given them 16 million quid. What about the chance that people might get Legionnaire's disease in your hospital? Well, uh, we've had uh, an email from William who says, Ian, the last two mornings you've interviewed NHS managers. I could hear the frustration you experience with these people. Now perhaps you might understand why health professionals like me, brackets now retired, are suffering low morale. Most NHS managers are incompetent to say the least because they have little or no idea about medicine or medics. Well, it's a business, isn't it? They're, they're there to oversee the business side. And I, I'm just struck. The, the problem I have with... Um, with Samantha, the, 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 with her argument more than with her personally, with Samantha Jones, was that, that it, she couldn't seem to understand that a £67 million deficit was actually quite a bad thing, and that, yeah, getting £16 million from the government, that's going to help, but what about the rest of it? And it would imply other NHS trusts haven't got such a huge backlog of work they need to do. So it would imply that they've not been keeping up their maintenance, really. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Pans people on top of the pops war next to nothing. Yeah, pans people. Oh, they were dirty. Yeah, they're dancing. They're di- dirty dancing. I think is the phrase. Um, Daz the trucker. I don't get this. OMG. Google that. That means oh my god. Oh my god. I've just seen the twerking video. If Justin is Premier League, Ian is definitely in the second division. I don't get the reference. I'm guessing that's a football reference, and I'm guessing that means I'm better than him. So, um, that's good. Mike is in Redbourne. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. What are you... Now, you're... Uh, c- can I ask, sir, how old are you? Uh, older than you. Okay. You, I'm going to guess... 86? No. Nope. 87? No. Older or younger? Old. Younger. 84? No, not quite. Uh, 83? A bit younger than that. 76? Could be, could be a bit older, but not that. Oh, OK, you're in, your, you're in your 70s, right? Yeah, could be, yeah. What do you think when you see Miley Cyrus licking a hammer? Um, not really, not a lot, but um, I like listening to the music, I think. Sorry? I like listening to the music. I like listening to Gaga. Oh, you like Gaga? Oh, yeah. Kosher, mate. Kosher. What, 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 what's so good? I, I've never heard a Gaga song. Could you sing one to me? No, you've got no chance in heaven there. Why? <laughs> Can't sing. Oh. Well, neither <laughs> can she, but it doesn't stop what, her. What What you got to do, you've got to put Speechless on by her and have a listen to that absolutely fantastic song. Why is it so good? It is a good song. I don't think we've got any Gaga. Let me have a little look see if we've got any Gaga on the computer. Hang on a second. I don't, I don't, I don't think she'll be on the 3CR. Oh, I'll tell you what else you could put on. You could put Tony Bennett and, t- and Lady Gaga. The lady is a tramp. So she did a song with Tony Bennett? Yeah. You're having a laugh. He, I've no. seen Tony Bennett. He's great. Yeah, she's done a good song with Tony Bennett. Hang on a second. You mean this? The lady certainly is a tramp. She gets too All right. Hungry. So that's Tony singing. When does Gaga come in? You, you listen to it, isn't it? Come on, she loves Here we go. Because he's a good singer. Here we go. Comes late. She's all right. It's like everyone oh, was surprised. Voice. Yeah, everyone good was surprised voice. that Christine Aguilera could sing. Well, I tell you, it, when you get home, put on uh, Speechless. Yeah. And have a listen to that. It is really, really good song. I'm probably not, but thank you very much. <laughs> I was uh, once um, on uh, Loose Ends on Radio 4 several times until they... 
but never mind. Uh, and one of the guests on there was Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett, I sat, I was sat around a table with Tony Bennett. Wonderful, he's tiny, fantastic. Well, not fantastic, terrible wig. Okay, and he did his interview. It was um, it was when Ned Sheeran was was still doing it. Ned Sheeran would send me a postcard every time I'd been on this and just say that marvelous work the other day. Thank you very much. So nice. Anyway, so t- he's, he's interviewing Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett does his, his his little interview at the top of the show. He then cl- puts his hands on his chest. Closes his eyes and he went to sleep. He went to sleep for the rest of the show. Anyway, that's enough of that. That that's, ladies and gentlemen, is true class. Falling asleep once you've done your bits and pieces. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Should you wish to uh, give me a call, facebook.com forward slash BBC three CR. If you want to go and have a look at the twerking video, right? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. If you want to give me a call, lots of you have been uh, texting in about twerking and dancing and all kinds of things. Uh, Ian, uh, who spells it incorrectly, says, "Ian, my wife tried licking a hammer in a sexy." Manor. Oh, that's a good. Uh, that rhymes. I'm a poet, and I didn't realise she ended up getting kicked out of B and Q. Oh, and uh, Sue in Welling Garden City says, "Ian, the person my dad disapproved of in the seventies was Roy Wood from Wizard. He always said to my brother, if you're ever coming home looking like that, you can pack your bags and go.'" My brother never did, but I can still see my dear old dad saying that. Roy Wood, of course, had a massive, huge white beard and long, straggly hair, and he did look bonkers, didn't he? Uh, Howard's in Fenny Stratford. Howard, when was the last time you had a good twerk? Oh. Long time ago, mate. Yeah, I know. It gets harder the older you get, doesn't it? What have you called oh, yeah. in about, Howard? Video. All dancers, actually. Yes. Kenny Everett show. Hot Gossip. Oh, oh. Remember I, them? I, I, I just read a book about Kenny Everett. Yes, I do remember oh, Hot yeah. Gossip. I wasn't allowed to watch the Kenny Everett show because it was too sexy. <laughs> they were a bit raunchy, weren't they? They were. Wasn't, um... <laughs> wasn't um, Arlene from Strictly Come Dancing, wasn't the Hot Gossip were her yeah. dance troupe? Well, Arlene believe, Phillips. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah. was, yeah, she, yeah, exactly. And Cleo Rockos, of course. Yeah, and he had Lexington Cove on top of the Pops as well. Yeah, the 70s, the 70s yeah. were crazy. Kids have got it too easy these days. On top oh, of the Pops, yeah. they just show videos all the time now, <laughs> I think. Yeah, Has Pop got too sexy, though, How- uh, Howard, do you think? Or is it, has it always been that way? I don't know. It depends how you sort of really want to look at it, isn't it? Really. I mean, uh, I mean, some of the some of the younger ones now. I mean, I'm in my late forties, but the young the younger ones today are getting a little bit near the mark. Yeah, a little bit near the mark. Uh, Howard, thank you for that. Hands up, of course. Who remembers tattoo? Do you remember Tattoo? The, uh, in inverted commas, lesbian Russian schoolgirls. It turns out they were actually about 23 and they weren't lesbians. But it was a good song, wasn't it? What was the song they did? What, what, what did they do? All the things she said, all the things she said, all the things she said. But it, it's, that sparked a lot of copycat behaviour in clubs, I remember. Well, no, they've always been girls doing that kind of stuff. Really? Have, yeah. I don't approve. They have. Oh, we haven't got it. You type in Tattoo on the, uh, on the computer, what comes up is seven status quo songs. Interesting. Interesting, yeah, indeed. 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. Pop has always been sexy. They've always pushed the boundaries to try and get you to pay for it. That's what sells. We know sex sells. If you, you drive anywhere, the, um, the, the posters for clothes shops... Well, hang on, if they're clothes shops, why is it a woman in a bra and pants? Why is it a man in his sloggy pants? Aussie Bum is the latest thing at the moment. Don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Huh? Sloggy. 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 Aren't they pants? Sloggy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're quite sensible pants, though, aren't they? No, they're quite, um, they're quite, uh, bulbous. 
they're, they're tight, aren't they? They're tight sluggies. Mm. Right, sluggies. 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 You speak weird. No, I don't say spe- milk. No, I will not say uh, milk. Sluggies are a, are a type right sluggy. Hang on a second. Images. The excuses he'll dream of. Oh, hello. Well, you Google sluggy, you click on images, there is nothing safe about those. Oh, my God, I'm probably going to lose my job now. S-L-O-G-G-Y. Don't I, you do it as well. I, Can you both I, press escape? No. Stop this. Click on the images. That is nothing... That you see those advertised. For heaven's sake. Whoa! You see what I mean? Hey. Is that... Are those pants or dental floss? That's a... That's hours of fun. <laughs> Justin, you know sloggies, don't you? Sloggies? Yes. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. They're tight, sexy pants for Ooh. men and women. Well, I wouldn't exactly call them sexy, but, uh, yeah, they're certainly tight, aren't they? Right, go and Google... <laughs> anyway, I think we've probably given that brand enough advertising here on the BBC. <laughs> I must remember where I am these days. Uh, you've been talking about um, sexy pop videos and also twerking. You uh, uh, went out and accosted people on the street, didn't you? Yeah, you know this twerking business? I've yeah. been into this for a while now. It's yeah. where you kind of bump and grind and you move down and you move your backs side to the left and to the right and you wiggle yeah, yeah. we're pretty good at this aren't we we uh, there is a cracking video of us doing it and I, i've got to say i am surprised at how uh, sexy i look <laughs> really really very very sexy you are sexy and you know it thank you um miley you're cyrus- quite sexy as well justin yeah thanks Ian. Thanks. you're welcome um of course uh, miley cyrus are uh, known for a bit of twerking i've been talking to people in hem or hempstead about whether they do this themselves and whether they think this craze will last here's what people had to say no i can't really twerk to be honest do other people try to do this? Yeah, see it when you're out. Does it disgust you? No, I just can't do it. I ain't got big enough bum, so. <laughs> Harry, twerking. Are you a fan of it? Oh. No. Who's twerking? Oh, that's, a, that's a meal, isn't it? That's a meal. Computers. No, it's, it's where people shake their booty. <laughs> shake their booty. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen it, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah. No, no. Do you have a little no. go with me now? <laughs> you tried it? Yes, I have, actually. Yeah. Oh, where did you try it? I hide in front of the mirror. Yes, <laughs> you do. Do you like to twerk? I bet. I fun. <laughs> What's twerping? No, twerking. It's where you, you shake your booty to things like uh, Glenn Miller, <laughs> things like that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Madam, you claim to be a, a pretty good twerker. How long can you keep that wiggle for, then? I could most probably do it for about half an hour. Half an hour? <laughs> well, I used to do a lot of jiving and, yeah. you know, through the, yeah. the over your hips and under your legs. I used to do all that. Oh, How old that? are you, by the way, Madam, if you don't want me asking? It's a very personal question. Nearly 77. Now, Miley Cyrus is, is a lot younger than you. She, of course, is a, a big twerker. Yeah. Do you think if you had a twerk-off with Miley Cyrus that you'd beat her? Yeah, maybe. Morning, sir. You well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. I'm from uh, Ian Lee's Breakfast Show. Yeah. Um, just wondered, this twerking craze, do you think it will continue for years to come? I probably will, yeah. Especially against the dirty old men. <laughs> How does it make you feel when you see people twerking? Well, don't, because uh, uh, all I watch is Midsummer Murdered and all that. You don't see this working on no, there? No, no, no. No, they don't. Yeah. You see them in bed, but they're covered up. Nice parker jacket there. You look like something out of Quadrophenia, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a lovely day. Thank you. Thank you. You don't get um, uh, Jim Bergerac doing much twerking on Midsummer Murders, <laughs> do you? But you know what? How great would it be to see a bit of twerking yeah. on Midsummer Murders? That would be fantastic. It would be wonderful, wouldn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, anyway, listen, I'm going to go for a little twerk-off after the show. Do you want to join me? Oh, yes, please. Please. See you in a little bit, Justin. Thank you very much. Glenn's in Leighton Buzzard. Morning, Glenn. Morning, Ian. What do you, what do you reckon to, to, to pop stars and twerking? You a fan? 
yeah, yeah. I used to watch uh, Pants People, and I'd look forward to that. And so did my dad when when they were on. Yeah. But this this twerking, there was a similar dance in the seventies oh. uh, called the bump. Oh. If you if you Google or watch the YouTube video of Penny the Bump, I don't I don't that. need to. Catherine Boyle's demonstrating it for me next door. Boy, oh, oh boy, she's done it. Has she? She's doing it. It's, it's um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's yep. a lot of fun. What yep. was dances in the seventies were pretty rubbish, weren't they? What was they that? Were. What was that song where you have to sit on the the floor and row a boat? Oh God, that was awful. What? What is? That was by the Gap Band. Oops, upside your head. Oops, upside your head. I said, oops, Absolutely upside your head. Terrible. It was oops, only beneficial. Upside your head. I said, oops, upside your head. Ian. Yes, yeah, sorry, I was getting carried away. The, the, the only beneficial to that was for the DJ because all the women yep. with their short skirts oh, steady. were. Straight steady. in front of the DJ. Steady, there you go. That's and that was very beneficial for the DJ. Glenn, thank you very much. And pop has always been sexy. It's always meant to be slightly naughty with a, with a glossy, uh, sweet sheen. It's always supposed to be a little bit subversive. Is there anything really any different in people like Miley Cyrus licking a hammer? People like um, you know Lady Gaga wearing flesh-coloured pants on TV. Rihanna doing whatever she did. I didn't see it, but yeah, let's complain. Is there anything different? Jimi Hendrix used to lick his guitar. David Bowie would get on his knees and uh, pretend to... Um, how can I put this delicately? Kiss Mick Ronson's electric guitar. Which, which is, you know, that's, that's, that's the same thing as a hammer, isn't it? Well, listen, you can send me emails about this if you like to. Ian.Lee at bbc.co.uk. Well, no, see, the reason... Kelly, you're asking a question. What's... Why a hammer? Because uh, her song is called um, Ball Breaker. It's called Wrecking Ball. Okay, well, it's about demolition. Why a hammer? It's about demolition. It's about her... I'm guessing. I've not heard it. It's about her having her heart broken with a wrecking ball. No, and- no, 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 no. Sorry? It's about her coming in like a wrecking ball. Like, she came in with full destroyed force. destroyed everything. Okay. The well, that's- break down his walls of his heart. There is no reason for the hammer. There is no reason. Stop looking for meaning. You know what she's doing. Is there a reason she's just in a vest and pants? No. 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 Oh. No. Thanks very much. I think you're trying to read too much into it. Just enjoy it for the. For, just enjoy it for what it is. It's it's throwaway bubblegum nonsense that we won't remember. And it's you know it's just a little bit of fun. Or is it a little bit more damaging than that? Well, well Jonathan is uh, is continuing this conversation and taking it into new territory, talking about children growing up. Should we just accept that they grow up earlier? If you want to start calling him now, is a cracking time to do it. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. I've got twenty seconds just to remind you, by the way, that uh, every Friday we bring out a new podcast the best of podcast of the show it's kind of a 45 50 60 minute compilation of the best bits i know what you're thinking how can you find so much good material for it well some of it's a little bit second rate if i'm completely honest it's filler but uh, i know what's in this week's already and it's going to be a doozy so go to itunes type in ian lee bbc uh, and all the previous episodes come up you can also go to the bbc three counties webpage and click on podcast and find it there right that's the advertising done thank you to everybody who took part uh, in the show this morning i think we had a lot of fun and we got some things done as well you can't say fairer than that jvs is up next until tomorrow morning at six from me ta-ta Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. <laughs>